get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh. What up, though? What up, though? <laughs> What up, though? Shit. Welcome to the 31st mint of the What Up Though podcast. Oh, this is up. Yeah, I'm I'm good, man. I'm I'm uh I'm content. I guess you could. <laughs> I'm good. So, so we, we are got a, we got the we got a uh, we got a little uh, orgy of podcasts. Like, uh, that word not, sounds so it's, fucked. It's up. not gonna be an orgy, but there's a whole lot of. Uh, there's a potpourri. Participants in the in the discussion. There's a potpourri of people today. Uh, we're doing a remote location, so you won't <laughs> you don't hear the heater through it. So uh, we thank uh, Mr. Blue for uh, flying us out to Dubai. Flying us out to Dubai, where we're recording yeah, from. Yeah, we're recording from Dubai. Tapping now, right, right? Exactly. So we we got our guard, our our guard slaves. No. Guard slaves that's stepping around. Pacing around. Slaves. Right. <laughs> and uh, thanks for Kellen for uh, stopping by. Stopping by Dubai. Stopping by Dubai with, yeah, uh, get out of Dubai. with, with barley and hops. <laughs> <laughs> so, from Mexico. From Mexico. From Mexico. Yeah. So, anyways, what's going on? I think, uh, I think the first thing that we need to talk about is, uh, I was, uh, Interested in Gardner's voice message, which she left us. We haven't got a voicemail from her in a few months. I'm, I might be exaggerating, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Like I ain't got in a few years. Yeah. Like yeah, it's really been like really like. Maybe. So she left us a voicemail. She was clearly fucked up beyond recognition. She was pretty. She, she was pretty high. I, I'm was really curious. Honest. I'm really curious when she listened because I'm like she bar. had she had to have a, some bowls of like good stuff. Yeah, she was full bar, but uh, in short, her message asks us, like, if, if somebody were to come here and ask us about what we think about Detroit, what is Detroit like, what we tell them. And I thought it's interesting because we got four different people here, so we can give four different perspectives. Well, theoretically, four different perspectives. It might be the same, but we can all give our idea of, of what we would tell somebody what Detroit is like. But especially because now Detroit's so different than it was, you know, say, five years ago. And even, even a different... A different way of putting it is that Detroit is different depending on who you ask. Because if you ask somebody who lives in the hood, they're going to give you a different story than somebody who lives downtown or somebody who lives in the suburbs. So, Where do you live? I live downtown. What's that? But I live downtown <laughs> as of like the last year or two. I grew up on the west side. so I And not just grew up, like I lived on the west side for 28 years. So I mean... <laughs> the west side or Wayne State for 28 years. Two years in California and now about... A year or so downtown. So, so what would you say Detroit is? You want to start with me? Uh, Why not? You're talking. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what I would tell somebody is, for starters, we got a we got a reputation of having like violence and shit like that. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, people getting killed and all kinds of craziness and it's violent. It's not safe. And what I always tell people who who say that to me is that as long as you behave, you ain't gonna have no problems. It's the people, the people who experience violence are the ones who come out, who come out here and they want to talk shit, they want to floss, they want to, uh, you know, show out, they want to brag, they want to be center of attention. And when you draw attention to yourself, it could be more likely negative attention. So 
they end up experiencing the negative sides. But if you come here and you chill and you're cool and you're real and you, you know, you just be be yourself and you're honest and you, not honest necessarily, but you know, you as long as you're real, you won't really have a problem. I've been to like all of us, I'm sure, have been to like incredibly fucking hood places and had no problems. And it's just about how you behave in these scenarios. And you got people who show up in the hood and they want to act like, you know, I need to prove myself or I need to be, you know, who I am in my hood in this other hood. And, you know, all that try to show out in other people's areas. And that's how you end up with trouble. As long as you come in and you play it, you play it cool, you'll be all right. And then our downtown area, our downtown area is cold. It's like at this point, it's safe. There's mad... Uh, at least in at least in the central downtown area, there's a whole lot of security. There's a whole lot of police. There's a whole lot of cameras. Thank you, Dan Gilbert. Yeah, I, I didn't want to mention him directly. Be like, yeah, because my, my boss said, but like, uh, but you know, we, we won't go say your boss. We yeah, but it's it's a Dan Gilbert is taking a good care of downtown, and downtown for the most part is safe. For like, you see white folks jogging at like two in the morning and shit, and like that makes me nervous. Yeah, it's, what's the name too? Uh, it's crazy. Illich, he's just doing yeah. his thing too. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, it's like you could be downtown and you can go to a place like the Punch Bowl Social, which is the most newest place yeah, that's open open downtown. And I, I was, I think I was on the Free Press page, and I was looking through pictures, and you could, you would almost think that Detroit wasn't a predominantly black city. By yeah. looking at places like that because and uh, what's the the new beer place the hot cat hot cat same deal with you that. know what's interesting ain't it a show based in Detroit on NBC it's like a dude it's a like a bar and it's a bunch of white people that's probably most bars downtown it's based in Detroit on TV it's based on Detroit it's like on NBC oh I don't know I don't know the show I'm sure there will be somebody who will comment and tell us. Whatever this show is, I, I'm I've seen it a couple times. It was like a black guy, and like anytime you offend like the any sports scene, he gets like really offended. And like walks out oh, the door. I know you're talking about. I haven't seen it, but I've seen it on Hulu, yeah. and I heard about it. I heard it's really good, but it's like it's a comedy though. Yeah, yeah but it's like one about. black dude, and like everybody else is white. And I'm yeah, like, the black dude wears all Detroit shit. Like he wears like lion and I'm shit. Like, and like yeah, yeah, Detroit is like eighty seven percent black. That's another thing I would tell people is that you have to distinguish between what's going on downtown yeah. and what's going on in Detroit. Because the the people who want to present Detroit in a positive light are going to say, this is Detroit. And all the evidence they're going to give you is shit that's happening downtown. And that's completely different than <laughs> the actual city. So I, I've explained to my fiance that... Uh, it's not down. Yeah, it's not downtown. Is not Detroit. There's a there's a big difference. Downtown, you have to make that dis- that that distinction. Yeah, that distinction. Perfect. Yeah, you have to make that distinction. And that that would be another thing I would say. You need to take that into account. Downtown is not what Detroit is. Detroit downtown is built up, but that's not the entire city. Mm-hmm. You got Boston Edison, uh, Rosedale Park, which you will have $100,000, $200,000 houses. You have um, Birmingham, which will have $1 million houses. Birmingham, on one side of the border, you'll have million-dollar houses. And on the other side of the border, you'll have $30,000 houses in the city. So you got to take your good and your bad. So how would you how would you uh, describe Otis? Uh, how would you describe Detroit to a foreigner? Man, 
I, I think it really depends where you're at. I think Detroit, Detroit right now, 2014, I mean, we're at the end of it. It, it, it's shut, it's such a diverse place. If you, if, if you land downtown, you would think that everything is like awesome. If you land, you know, in the middle of Brightmore, you would feel like Detroit is about to, you know what I'm saying? Just, just been bombed or some shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Or if you know, but if you land in like Rosedale Park, or if you land in Indian Village, or if you land anywhere else, you know, it is. It may show that you know Detroit is thriving. But I think it's you know downtown is is probably the, with no debate the best the best scenery of Detroit right now. And I just hope that you know it kind of spreads to like the residential areas, but. It's diverse. I, I think the diverse is probably the best thing I can actually say about Detroit right now. Um, at least downtown. At least downtown. Yeah. You know. Do you think that whole ride along thing during the summer is helping? I don't know, dude. I I I don't know. I don't think you spent enough time. I don't think people explain what you're talking about. Well, I'm I'm saying that the ride along people riding bikes is a gym downtown. Is it's bringing people to the city who may not have come before. Yeah, I'm saying, like, just explain the ride-along shit to people I'm who... I'm too fucked up. We got, no. nine, okay, we got so, nine Detroit people who listen. Let me get, let me take a stab at it, because I rode my bike a lot in and out of the city, especially last year. Uh, Detroit is... is we're, frankly, we're in a renaissance period right now. Um, we're rebuilding a lot of things. We're putting a lot of things for people to do modernizing the city if, if you were if I was just to describe Detroit it would be Detroit is historical and we're trying to come into the now can you close the door <laughs> <laughs> there's a door I feel like the mic is picking this up <laughs> it might be like real talk Otis is like pissing on the floor. Otis is pissing on the floor and the mic is picking it up Wow. Avoid the blue light. <laughs> yeah, Detroit is, is, is trying to come into the now. Um, we're modernizing a lot of things, putting bike trails, you know, for downtown, right along. You know, and then the, uh, what's that from San Francisco that came over here? The uh, slow road. You know, not to interrupt you, but I Go think there's a big problem with Detroit is they were trying to keep all the shit that has been going on going on. So it's like whatever historical thing going on mm-hmm. it's like, hey, this works and they held on to it too long. Well that's that's pretty much how Detroit has got its bread. I mean, you know, from logging and being a port city to, you know, then it becoming a uh, major hub for the big three. Well what I'm saying is like even Chicago is a major hub now. Mm-hmm. But even transporting things from Chicago to Detroit is major business. It my problem is Detroit has said, "Hey, we're going to keep things as yeah. is," and Detroit has not moved on to the 21st century. Mm-hmm. So it's like everything anybody's doing. Detroit is a major hub because of the seaways it has to yeah. the Atlantic Location. Ocean, yeah. and everything Pittsburgh is doing, um, Pennsylvania, anything in Pennsylvania. Everything that's being done in Chicago, it still comes through Chicago, um, Detroit, mm-hmm. as a major hub. It's, even if you go to Toronto, 
from Chicago, Detroit is where you stop. Yep. And I, I don't think a lot of people don't realize that connection we have with the uh, Canadian borders. No matter what you do, you still have to come through Detroit. And people just say, hey, Detroit ain't shit. Detroit hasn't built up on anything or hasn't built on its connections to the world. Mm -hmm. Whereas, yes, you can fly somewhere, anywhere in the world, but if you want to move things on land, you have to go through Detroit. And And I think a lot of people fail. If you want to do it in the northeastern United States, you got to come through here anyway because... Um, like you said, connecting from Chicago, going out east to what Atlantic, gotta come through here. Uh, if you're going to New York, you have to stop in Detroit. Yeah. If you're going to Toronto, you have to stop in Detroit. No matter where you go on the eastern seaboard, you stop in Detroit. Mm, matter of fact, Otis? one of my favorite beers is Edmund, Edmund Fitzgerald. Used to sail through the Great Lakes through here. Um, it, it, it sank in one of our local lakes. The Evans for Fitzgerald? Yeah. Oh, they, they keep doing specials about that. I think the, the basically the gist of what we've all been saying is that Detroit is... is there's, a, there's a different... There's a multiple group of scenarios of how somebody could explain it. Like, you could say, okay, you got people who are going to tell you, like, the hood in Detroit, which... For the most part, the city of Detroit is the hood. Like it's all it's the hood at this point. Yeah, that's so the you got you <laughs> got the hood, you got the hood, and then you got downtown. Yeah. And you got people who are going to tell you about downtown. You got people going to tell you about the hood, and you got people who are going to give the distinction between the two. And, and then you have, have certain neighborhoods, like Detroit. You'll have twenty thousand dollar houses, and that's an entire neighborhood. And then you move one block yeah. north, south, east, or west, and you'll have. Two hundred thousand dollar houses, yeah. such as Boston Edison, Boston Edison, and um, or the contrast Ro- between Rosedale, Rosedale Park. and Brightmore. Rosedale Park and Brightmore is a great comparison. They're literally right around yeah. the corner from one another. Mm-hmm. Brightmore is literally across the street from me, and you'll have apartments that you can get for two hundred dollars a month. So maybe we should explain uh, because okay, so put yourself in the perspective of somebody who's not from Detroit. They're thinking, what the fuck is Rosedale? What the fuck is Brightmore? They're just thinking, like, okay, we asked about y'all about Detroit. So maybe we should explain the distinction we're making between Brightmore and Rosedale okay. and Boston Here's and the, all that shit. This is the distinction. If you ever look at uh, how, if you look online and it sees Detroit and it says bombed out, um, it looks like a war zone, chances are that's Brightmore. It, it's, it's neighborhoods. Br- for the most part. It's neighborhoods, but yes, it's neighborhoods like Brightmore. Brightmore looks like a war zone. And I can contest to this. Brightmore literally looks like a war zone. You have one or two houses on a block. Yep. Whereas you have Rosedale Park literally less than a mile away. Yeah, I'm just saying people might not know what you're talking about when you say Brightmore. That's they what might I'm think you're talking about a different city or something like that. So I'm saying we should let them know that we're talking about... Uh, a neighborhood within Detroit versus another yes. neighborhood within Brightmore Detroit. Brightmore is a neighborhood within Detroit, whereas right. Rosedale Park is another neighborhood which is adjacent to it. Right, so that's what we mean when we're saying like Brightmore is one way and Rosedale is another way. I, we're I, saying I, like I we're talking about different areas in the same 
in the same area. I, I can put it into the historical perspective of both neighborhoods, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, Brightmore was built for four workers and to give them an opportunity to be closer to their job, which was in Dearborn, to, Dearborn. to live there, <laughs> have a closer commute to their homes, you know, and when white flight took place, all those homes in Brightmore were pretty much, they turned it from ownership to renters, mm-hmm. all right? Rosedale has been a stronghold community because the people that have lived in Rosedale for many years were Detroit's well-to-do. We talking politicians. Uh, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, the boxing Larry. promoter. Emmanuel Lewis. Uh, Emmanuel Lewis Larry Stewart. There. Sorry, he used to, Emmanuel Stewart, yes. He used to live there. Um... A lot of well-to-do doctors, lawyers, politicians have all lived in Rosedale. Right. All owners. Like, to this day, you can go and Rose, through, through Rosedale. You won't see many renters at all. Right, yeah. Um, and so the, the neighborhood has held up despite the drop in business along the, the six-mile corridor. Um, Brightmore, on the other hand, has suffered a very different fate in that the owners took flight, rented their properties out, Maybe even sold them, but the neighborhood has just not held up. Um, you know where's the biggest difference? Uh, Novi. If you that corner on like Haggerty, now Novi, and Novi no- is a completely different city, FYI. Yes, we're not talking about the neighborhood Detroit. inside Detroit. Novi is a, a suburb. But no, it's like if you look at no that corner where Novi, Eight Mile, and Haggerty is. Yeah, where you that. see. You're in Livonia one yep. one side, mm-hmm. and even though Livonia is an affluent area, you you go from how can I compare it? Uh, hundred and two hundred thousand dollar houses to Novi, where you have one million, yep. two billion, two million, three million dollar houses. And I'm not talking about you're going a mile down the street. I'm talking about literally you literally crossing cross eight miles. A major street. Or 690, not 696, 275. 275. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not even crossing 275. You're crossing 8 Mile and Haggerty. When you cross that major roadway, yeah. you go from Livonia, which is, again, a nice older people retire there. Uh, it's a nice affluent area mm-hmm. to every celebrity that you can think of in Detroit lives in Novi. And actually, at that intersection, there are four different cities that meet. There's it's Novi, Farmington Novi, Hills, Farmington Northville, yes. and Livonia. Yeah, 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 yeah. All affluent areas. Two are in uh, Wayne County, the other are in Oakland. Right. Which Oakland County is one of the richest counties in the whole nation. In the whole nation. Number three. Is Birmingham, Birmingham or Oakland? Birmingham yeah. is Oakland. Um, in Oakland County. Oakland County, I want to say, is the top three um, incomes of the nation. Whereas I wouldn't be surprised. Wayne County is towards the bottom. I would I would not be surprised at all. And, nope. And it's the big. Whenever you hear Detroit has problems, Detroit has problems. You hear Detroit versus Oakland County because you have a county that's known for being in a deficit. Versus a county known for being in the top ten earning counties of this country. The only counties that earn more than Oakland County are in New York and one in California and Beverly Hills. Yep. 
Other than that, Oakland County is in the top. So that just tells you how big of a difference you have crossing eight mile. Mm-hmm. If you cross eight mile, you can go from earning thirty thousand to earning three hundred thousand. That's what your house is. That's the differential in your house value. That's crazy. I guess, <laughs> no, I, my neighbor who used to live next door did insurance, and she um she did a paper on this. Like, if you live a mile within the city and you did live a mile on the other side of eight mile, your insurance was up to two to three hundred dollars more. Wow! So I'll let y'all know the the idea of the like you look at like the movie Eight Mile, and we talk about Eight Mile being a border between uh, various cities and whatnot. It's it's not even just a border. It's a, it's a like you said. It's a, it's an economic thing. Yeah. You know, you got people who live who are one kind of uh, who live one sort of lifestyle on one side of Eight Mile, and then blocks down on the other side live an entirely different kind. And you can see that shit just at any point on Eight Mile, really, because you look at we got a section of Eight Mile where it's like all strip clubs and shit. Mm-hmm. And on the strip club side of Eight Mile, you got the hood. And then on the other side of Eight Mile, opposite from the strip clubs, you got affluent shit. And it's yeah, it's, it's real. But I mean, I, I, I feel like we we might be boring niggas with uh, all this <laughs> Detroit. Uh, yeah, you got borders. Yeah, Shit we, on we got borders. Is different, but the the gist of it is that uh, what the media paints for Detroit is not all of Detroit. It's it's specific to the hoods. And Detroit has hoods, and it has million dollar houses at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Right. If you want to paint Detroit as a bad place, okay, we have areas where you can say, okay, Detroit's a bad place. Like, uh, kill a nigga alley on uh, Southfield Road. Enjoy. Exit Joy. But on the contrast to that, you have you have that area where, hey, you might get shot, killed, or robbed. But you also have $100,000 homes. Where they have their own private security, and this yeah. is within the city. Yeah, Sherwood Forest. There you go. Have we talked about the murder Mac on the podcast before? We uh, have no. not mentioned murder Mac on the podcast. Y'all ain't been talking much. Just me and Kellen talking. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Hey, hey, I'm talking. 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 Have we talked? We ain't talking about, about the murder Mac. Let's talk about the murder Mac a little bit, though. Okay, let's talk about Let's talk about the murder Mac, and then we'll wrap up the murder over there. We we can wrap it. We can talk about the murder Mac and then we'll wrap up the Detroit portion and move on. But yeah, so, let's talk about the yeah, murder Mac. Okay, murder Mac. I, I grew up over there, right on Jordan Warwick, which is literally five blocks away from Jordan Southfield. Exit nine, murder Mac. All right. Now, when I was coming up, uh, the area wasn't that bad. You had you had the dope over there, but again, like like Mike said earlier, you pretty much manage your own business. You're good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Local high school was Cody, Lessinger, all that kind of stuff. Where you know kids was like, eh, right. in between good and fucked up, but okay, you, you you can get through. Now though, and see back then we had Herman Gardens over there, uh, the, the projects, over and that there. was yeah, and it, it was, was a lot going on. Over yeah, there that was that was a lot. But uh, 
you know, they they they've torn those down, rebuilt those back up. I don't know what they're what the housing over there is going for. Now. They're like I mixed. No idea. It, well, when, when they it looks decent though. Because it, I stayed nice. when I stayed over when I stayed over there, which is like about two years, two and a half years ago. They it's been they, that long. Yeah. Right. About two and a half years ago, East, uh, from what I understood, it was mixed income, which is kind of weird because you have, uh, you know, low income, which is pretty much, you know, uh, low fixed income from people that, you know, getting aid or something. Then you had like a mixed income who are people who were uh, uh, getting their stuff based on, you know, their income. Mm-hmm. And then you had uh, a higher income of people who were just paying, you know, I guess I won't say top dollar, but you know, medium money for whatever they're you know there. So you had like, I guess you would consider it. A, it was a weird class classism like situation, which I don't. I, I thought would never work because right, you would have people who are like on the lowest of the lows. You know, you would see these you know uppity ass people who live there, and it would be so so much BS as far mm-hmm. as like you know just. Just interaction or whatever, but I I don't know. I, I remember when it when it was just, just projects and it was just everybody was just low income, you know, and things of that nature. But I just don't see. I couldn't I couldn't have seen them just having that as just a higher income place because of the neighborhoods. Like you know, I've heard rumors of you know them building up you know Joy Road to like you know be more of you know. Uh, uh, what you want to call it? Um, um, more affluent, more affluent, more stores. And then if you were if you ride down Joy Road from Southfield to Evergreen, you, you could see where it used to be like storefronts and things of that nature. Yeah, well, and so I have heard rumors of you know them building up storefronts and stuff and things of that nature, but the neighborhood just ain't ready for it. It's not, and and I, I think that's one of the downfalls of the neighborhood is that it was is. For my lifetime, it's always been a mixed income neighborhood. What about Livonia? It's like they literally built when they tore down Wonderland. Mm -hmm. From what they tore down there to what they built up there in like five years Mm -hmm. is amazing. And they still didn't find the Juan Sims there. (laughs) (laughs) They ain't gonna find him, but they found a lot of money. They, they did, and I think the the issue with that is Livonia just ain't having it. You know what I'm saying? Detroit, Livonia ain't got shit else to do. The police department exactly. ain't got shit to do because Livonia, again, we're talking about um, that mixed area. Um, Livonia is such a large city, but nothing happens right. there. Livonia is a place where old people go to retire and die. So <laughs> all they have there is shopping. If you go to 96 in Middle Belt or Plymouth in Middle Belt, all you have is shopping areas. And if you don't go there, you can go to 8 Mile and Haggerty, which is still Livonia. Mm-hmm. And you seven have nothing but... Too. 7 Mile and Middle Belt. Again, you have nothing but these shopping areas. But these places are... How close are they to Detroit? Middle Belt is literally 3 miles outside, outside of the city. Yeah, And no one wants to go, hey... We have property within the city, except for Meyer, which is going to be on Six Mountain Greenville. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we haven't even seen how successful that's going to be. And I think it's going to be a downfall because you see the Target in Northland is already closing down. 
I think everything in Northlands. The only thing gonna be is that fucking Chinese food place. They can hold a whole I place think, up. I think for that, that Chinese food place is gonna be taking reference spot is gonna close down within ten years. I don't. I, I, I mean, I think it has to be a, a a total like makeover in the city. Like my, I've been in the city for all my thirty four years of life. Come thirty five in like three months. And happy birthday! I ha- right, exactly. <laughs> and I haven't. I really haven't. Haven't figured out what is the pluses of being in Detroit. It's the people. People don't want to say mm-hmm. it. It's the people. Yeah. People are so um stagnant. No one wants to change anything. Like even if you go to a club, it's if you go to a club and see people dance, the dance floor will be empty until someone else gets on the floor. And that's the problem with Detroit. No one wants to. So be it's the like first it's like the move. club life, like a metaphor for Detroit. Like it, very, <laughs> it really is because you no, one want, no one wants to be the first one to do anything. And then when they are the first one and they fail at something, it's like, hey, you tried something, it didn't work. We don't want to try anything to see it fail. So everybody gets stagnant and no one want, wanting to try anything. Like the whole people mover thing. The auto industry shut that down because that was supposed to be Detroit subway. But the auto industry is like, if you have a subway, what good are we? Our cars? We won't sell cars. No. I, I I I get I, I get that. Um, I oh, I would say the biggest things that keep that keep me from wanting to stay in Detroit is it's not even a crime, and it's not even you know just the business uh, lack of business. Live in Detroit. Okay. Yes. He does. Check, so listen. Oh, check it out. Check it out. That sounded like shade. <laughs> no, no, no. no he, because yeah. he, was, he he brought up a good point. It's, it's like if you want to live in Detroit, it's areas where you'll live on the border. Mm-hmm. Like and, where and my no, house is, I live on the border of Detroit, Redford. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you live on the border where it's like Telegraph, right? Is, is your border? Yeah. My border is literally. You've been in my house, right? At the corner of the block. If you go to the gas station, if you go across Warren, that's Dearborn Heights. Yep. See, here's the thing. Where I am right now, now you know how it's uh, the whole plaza on 96 and Telegram. Yeah. yeah. If you're inside the plaza, that's Detroit. That's Detroit. If you're outside the plaza in the parking lot, that's Redford. Really? That's how confusing it gets. That, that, that's I how that border would be telegraphed. You have to cross Telegraph to get the Redford? No, 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 no. It's a plaza right here on 96 and Telegraph. Oh, yeah. The one with the Chambray in it. Right. Where yeah. it's a family dollar. Yeah. yeah. If you're inside that More family dollar. If you ride right, that. Strip club. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm never. But I'm no, never no. It, it, it's, 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 it's even more crazy on my my area. Like literally, if you go to the corner, it's on the other side is, is Dearborn Heights. No, what if I'm you, saying you, is over here. Yeah. If I rob this family dollar, you call Detroit D- police. Right. DPD got to respond. If I rob the family dollar and I'm in the parking lot, if you right. now you have to call Redford. That's crazy. That's how fucked up it is. Now my whole solution to the to this whole mixed up shit is. Fuck Redford PD, fuck Livonia, fuck Detroit police. Why can't we all just be Michigan State Police? Don't that make sense? It does. It's Michigan State Police. And you know where it's like that at, though? Over there by uh, Oak Park. and That's because their police departments couldn't afford them themselves. Okay. So here's my thing. If it's Oakland County or Wayne go. County, whatever, 
have everybody be a group together. Yeah. So if somebody right here by my house, again, we're talking about Telegraph. I live on the border. If I rob a bank on Telegraph in Redford, okay, you call Redford Police. All I have to do is cross that border into Detroit, and Redford Police can't do shit. If I'm if I'm speeding, they can follow me, but they still have to call Detroit right. Police. Call Detroit, and yeah. See that's to come into Detroit. That technicality is how I lost my license. The first. <laughs> no, I kid you not. I kid you not because I I did a no turn on red in Redford. Right. I thought it was Detroit because I wrecked on Joy and Telegraph. Right. And I, I made it. I'm right to right headed um, east into Detroit. Redford cop pulls me over. I'm, I'm first. I'm thinking you out of your jurisdiction. Fuck you. Right. No, because their jurisdiction it goes on a slant. Yep. He pulls me over. He gave me my ticket. Had to go to Redford court. I at the time I couldn't afford it, so ticket went up, 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 up. Still couldn't afford it. Lost my life. So you made a left on the Joy Road off I Telegraph. Right. I was headed northbound on Telegraph. By the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So you made a right, but you also, oh, so you made a right into the, still going into Detroit. Into Detroit. Redford pulled but that me over. That's still Redford. Yeah. Like right here, I was this is Detroit. Was the cutoff. No, right here, this is Detroit. Yep. Whereas if you go down to Plymouth, it goes further and further up. Oh, interesting. Like, like you came up on Telegraph. Where Dale is, Dale is technically Redford. Yep. That first street off Telegraph, that's Redford. See, I would have thought everything on our side of Telegraph was Detroit. No. No. I didn't know it went on a slant like yeah, that. Yeah, it goes on a slant. And that's the whole thing. People don't know that. Hmm. My whole logic is, hey, if you're a jurisdictional cop, if somebody does a crime, fuck it. You have the right to pursue them. Right. Chase them. But then again, that leads into so many other issues, especially with what's going on. Because most of the suburban cops are white. White. Right. Most of the shit that happens in Detroit That's is right. black. So my whole logic is, if somebody robs a bank, fuck it, white, black, I don't give a shit. Chase those motherfuckers right. down. If you got to shoot them, shoot them. But here's my thing with that, too, because I don't know if you remember uh, about, what, three, four years ago, (laughs) there was a hostage situation in Allen Park, which is a southern suburb of Detroit. Allen Park had to call DPD to come in with our equipment to get him out. Because most of these suburban cities do not have an SRT team. they for it. And my whole logic is, I've seen Dearborn's SRT. I've seen, I've trained with Dearborn SRT. SRT is special reactions team. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's niggas sound like killers. SWAT team, <laughs> basically. Yeah, they've changed the name from SWAT team to SRT. I hate euphemisms. All right, continue. So I've tr- I've trained with Dearborn SRT. I've trained with Livonia SRT. I've trained with Refer SRT. I've trained with Detroit SRT. Why have you trained with them? Alright, cool. No problem. <laughs> All right, cool. Another news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm trained yeah. with the ATF, FBI, and all this shit, I'm just like, why don't y'all work together? Mm-hmm. And the whole issue is you have these jurisdictions. And I'm not mad about that. Politics. Yeah, exactly. You have politics. You have Detroit politics, you have Refer politics, yep. you have Livonia politics. And I only speak on those because those are the three that I see every day. Mm-hmm. But if you have jurisdiction where we say, hey, we work with you, you work with us, 
if somebody robs a bank or somebody steals a phone in Livonia and they hop on 96 and drive into Detroit, we can follow them. We have jurisdiction. We'll call you and let you know what happened. But the problem is, once somebody does something in Detroit has Detroit is the, the problem of Detroit is it has a lot of small suburban cities mm-hmm. and the suburban city police departments have no power once they cross certain borders mm-hmm. and criminals know this so they commit a crime say Southfield yep cross eight mile hey you can't catch That's me it. Yep. they commit a crime in Hazel Park cross the border hey you can't catch me yep if you have a suspended license and you drive in Detroit, it's not a problem because Detroit cops aren't looking for suspended license. They're looking for murderers, child molesters, shit like that. But all yeah. the people who do the crimes in the suburbs, sad to say, live in the city. Yeah, they, They're living in these rented houses. Yeah. And that's why when come Christmas... Come New Year's, you're going to see the ATF, you're going to see the FBI busting in houses, and you're going to wonder why. Because they have warrants, they're looking right. for people. And see, when I when I was a recruiter at uh, I shouldn't have said at a step, <laughs> when I was a recruiter at the at a staff. I, I was like, he giving away game because I'm like, I use that in my stra- my daily life strategy. I'm telling you, the FBI <laughs> they wait for yeah big shit like that. They will track you down. They'll say, hey, where your family is. And they will sit and follow you. And once they have, like, New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving dinners, they will bust in your door because they have warrants for arrest. Like like what you keep talking about, the little girl who got killed? But everybody... Which girl? Um, the little seven-year-old girl. Ayana. Yeah, Ayana. But everybody, no one talk, you said nobody talks about the boy that their father killed. That was an ATF arrest. The people on that team, I know firsthand, personally. Okay, okay, okay. I think we kind of. I think we should move on. I feel like we, <laughs> we move on for now. We nah, no, 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 we it, people who don't. Like, we all have a. We all have a vested interest in all this shit, but we don't have. We have listeners who are like, okay, these niggas talking about some shit I don't know about. What's well, cool? I mean, we're glad. I'm glad we. You know, we we put people up on it, but you know, for the sake of uh, time. We'll move on with that, and then we, we may come back to that if we yeah. have chance. So y'all got an idea of, of our, our thoughts on, on Detroit versus... That's Detroit. Uh, Detroit versus everybody. Detroit versus everybody. Detroit versus, everybody. Detroit versus suburbs. Uh, yeah, so that's our thoughts on that. So I think we should move on. The people in Detroit are poor, and the people in the suburbs are rich. There you go. Could have wrapped it up in... Yeah, we could have we said that like <laughs> 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah we could have been said that. Yeah, we could have wrapped that portion up in... <laughs> <laughs> 45 right. seconds. All right. <laughs> So, um, butt sex. Butt sex. <laughs> I, it, it, every, every, I've, I've been thinking. I, man, I hate to say I've been thinking about butt sex, but <laughs> the whole especially when you're around four guys. So, so la- last week when uh, I think Detroit was here for their last game. Yeah, the Lions. Yeah, yeah. The oh, Lions here. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Lions here for the last game. Um, someone posted a picture. Of uh, just say it. Of I'm trying to sugarcoat it. Yeah. So somebody, some dude was eating ass. Thank you. <laughs> 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 I'm sugarcoat this. 
What sex? Yeah. Some guy was eating. Some eating guy ass in a hot on front of a Honda. Somebody was eating ass at at, at a, a, a Lions tailgate. Cheeks deep. I mean, it was so like it was so shit. I don't. Um, he was eating ass. You can't say shit else. The I'm ass eating was so shit. Well, <laughs> yeah. it was a couple of things that like really, really like. I, it just drew drew flags. Like one red flag on the play. Okay, one. You're out. Well, the the most. Well, one. Brown it was. Flag on the play. Well, one. It was like <laughs> neither one of these people had a car. Like no one just decided to say, "Hey, let's just go in a car and do whatever we're going to do." Then two, it was like you couldn't identify the recipient. I didn't know if that was a man or female. Right. <laughs> no one knew if that was a male or female. That was but, the whole point. They eating ass. They ain't trying to eat dick. They was eating ass. And it was just like, and it was funny. I was going to go tailgating that day. That's <laughs> wow. a whole new beat in the tailgate. I was just like, that's like, yeah, a whole new tailgate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ta- ta- so I think it was tailgating. Ta- <laughs> so I think I really caught ass eating tailgating. Dude. If they really started doing that, that would be fucking awesome. We, we, did, we did trademark that, like eating ass and now tailgating. But I wasn't going to go tailgating where that was. I was Detroit, gonna that's going to be a trademark. Detroit, Detroit tailgating is now ass eating. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, I just kept thinking, like, dog. Detroit tailgating? I kept no. thinking, like, why didn't they go in a car? Like, one, one of them had to have a car. Unless they both just rode with somebody, like somebody had a car. Like why, why, why out and about? Like, well, like Jay said, like my boy Jay said, man, you don't want to be in a hot ass car with the heat on in the winter eating ass. You, you if you want to eat ass, you at least want to eat room ass is hot enough. So you want to eat like you eat room temperature ass. You want to eat like hot sweaty ass with the heat. They were over by um, deja vu. They're just like fuck it, yeah, all yeah, out in yeah. the public. Yeah, you you want to eat ass. You know this. You want dry ass? You want dry ass? Yeah, you want dry ass? You want sweaty ass? So mad at y'all. <laughs> so mad at y'all are rationalizing. Like, why were they doing <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, you brought hey, up. Hot sweaty ass is a bad thing. Right, you want dry ass? Yeah, you don't want to be. Hey, you, know, you married? Ass. You should know. <laughs> hey man, whatever married people do, they do it in the comfort exactly. of their own fucking home. Exactly. Fuck this. Think fucking. about this. You when you marry, you got your woman. You don't want hot sweaty ass. I guess you're right. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, I'm mad at Mike for rationalizing. Hey, I'm just pointing out the obvious, man. Like you, you want to be out in the cold, man. You, at least you blow your ass, eat it, eat it so it's dry. You don't want to be you no know, hot, sweaty car, heat <laughs> ass ass, man. So, is it, so is it like protocol for eating ass? Then, like, is it is it is it one of those? You... I don't think it's protocol, <laughs> but I mean, like, it's common sense, man. You, you don't want to be in no hot, sweaty ass. I'm, I, that's why I'm assuming they was outside. I mean, they probably maybe for all we know, maybe they tried it inside. Maybe it started off inside the car with the heat on. You're like, man, you, your ass sweating. I don't need all this shit out here. Let's, oh, no. let's get this breeze here. I just, I just, I just think, yeah, I just think that right I just think the ass eating is, is is a little more intimate. Just the regular, just you know, blowing somebody. I think on. ass eating is going to be the next pussy eating. Remember how I think it's already the next pussy. It eating. is. I think it's already like everybody's like, I, I, don't, I don't eat pussy. I don't eat pussy. Everybody's eating pussy. Now it's like I don't eat ass. I don't eat ass. Everybody eat ass. I think it, yeah. I think it's like the taboo is shifting. Like you yeah. had a, you had a taboo like for a it's moment. Two it's two different like, taboos. It was taboo to like give head. Then it was taboo to to do you know like maybe to suck dick. Then it was taboo to eat pussy. Then now it's taboo to eat ass. But it's like I think that shit is trendy. And I think I think like porn dictates what the next trendy taboo is. 
Because if you look at porn from like 10 years ago, Why you might be looking like, oh dick? shit, she's sucking his dick. You know what? Oh shit, now it's like. Now it's sucking dick. It's like. Mandatory, yeah. Bro. I'm like, you know, who, who, who doesn't suck dick? White women with black men in porn, the whole shooting black people thing. White, white dudes. I'm gonna mean, need you to expound on that. That was very funny. <laughs> white women, black porn. No, um, shooting something. If you, like, what? If you look at porn, <laughs> it's a lot of interracial porn. Whereas they'll set, they'll show like two dicks. It'll be like a white man and a black man. A white man was like a little. Thing like watching a chamber or whatever. Yeah. Whereas a black man is like huge, look like a s- saucy about to toss on the grill. <laughs> so, oh, oh, don't act like I'm the only one that's oh, seen no, porn. No, continue to expound. So I'm waiting for you to get to the point. Like honestly, I'm point? so waiting for this point. This <laughs> the point of this is white men are killing black men because they're jealous of their dicks. Penis, okay, now we penis, penis envy. Pen, penis envy is the point. Okay, so that's why that's why Eric Garner did. That's why Mike Brown did because Darren Wilson was like, man, Mike Brown probably got that, a bigger dick than me. So yes, I might have. I might have. To <laughs> I might have I'm to pretty to sure that Iggy Iggy is going with a Grammy because. Black dick is bigger than white. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm certain of it now. Here's what I was thinking about. It, it's kind of sort of Charlie's thin, right? Tell me I'm wrong. She's African American. She's a fucking African American. Who? Charlie's Charlie Theron. She's African American. Oh, African American. I remember the argument of this online, and yeah, I, I agree with both of you guys. Yes, I, 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 I have the feeling this podcast is going way over an hour. <laughs> well, no, not yet, but it, 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 it definitely it definitely brings up some uh, controversial topics. But yeah, I remember I remember a couple of maybe a couple of months ago, maybe in last year, of of people you know uh, discounting her being because she is the epitome of what African American is. Although she, a lot, the thing is, a lot of people don't consider she South, looks like an Aryan. People don't consider South America as. American. African. I mean, I'm sorry. South Africa is Africa. Well, here's the thing. When she's blonde. I don't know what color her eyes are, but she pretty much looks like an Aryan. Yes. And but she's from Africa. Right. Therefore, she has citizenship in America, making her African American. And she adopts black children. I mean, but if we want, but if we want to be really real. I may be African American, but that's because I feel like maybe my pe- people may have been from there. But I'm not African American. I've never been to. Fu- I mean, okay, take it back. I've been to Africa, but hmm. I, I don't. No, I, I don't know. I went Wait, to Af- you say you've been to Africa? I went to Africa when yeah. I was 20, 21. Oh shit! What the hell? I went to Ethiopia, but Why? I don't. I went there not related to even knowing if my people are from Africa or what part of Africa, for that matter. So. All I know is all the pe- all the family that I know is American, so I don't I don't have to claim African American because I know all my people from here. I'm American as far as I'm a Black American. Oh, I don't have okay. to be African American. That's a large I'm a Black American. There's a lot of people saying like Black people should claim African American, but because we were cut off from our heritage or whatever. We don't have African heritage because we're taken from it. We don't know where we're from. Blah 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 blah. So we're just Black Americans. 
Like Native American. I'm only a Black American because I don't know my I don't know my roots past it, it, exactly. America, and that's the whole thing. Because the way Black people were taken as slaves from Africa, we don't know our heritage. Because Africans were actually slave trading as well. Mm-hmm. People keep that, that, that when they talk about the whole slave trading thing, they don't talk about that part. African kings were slave trading. So even if you say, hey, your, your ancestors were traded from Ethiopia, your ancestors may have been losers of a war. Mm-hmm. And they could have came from Somalia, con- the Congo, wherever. There's no telling where you really came from. Therefore, I, when people ask me what I say, I'm black. Thank you. Because Thank you. I've never been to Africa. I don't know my family in Africa. Thing is, I'm on, I, you, I know my family here. You could be from Iceland and, and went to exactly. Africa. It doesn't make. It I'm doesn't, it, my roots. I it, have roots in Russia. It doesn't. It doesn't make you more African American if you even went to Africa. I've been to Africa. That doesn't make me more African American. It just happened. I visited Africa. You know what I mean. So it's like you know, I don't. I don't know my roots past. I, and I've done you know ancestry like researches right. and stuff like that. I haven't gotten far. All I know is every person that I've researched, and I haven't. I've researched to probably to mid eighteen hundreds, and I only got back to sixteen. So you got you got fifteen ninety three. Did you get back to Africa? No, because yeah, I, it's, and that's my point. My ancestors became white. At um in the eighteen hundreds, okay, and it was a dude who traced his family back. My my ancestry goes back to some dude named Eccles in the fifteen hundreds. So every black man in America has some white in it. Let's yeah. go ahead and admit that. that yeah. I don't think that I don't even think that's even really the issue. I think I think that I don't say it's the issue. I think the the. The I don't know what you want to call it. It's not even an issue or a question or anything like that. But I right now I cannot tell you what you are, what I am. Exactly. But I can tell you one thing: you're black. I'm black. That's the only. You're that's black the only. That's the only thing. Right. And I know what I mean. So for and and you know and if you want to categorize it as far as a label, I'm black American. Do I do I shun any African heritage? No. I just don't know where exactly. that's, that's the whole thing. Where you have people saying, hey, Irish pride, whatever. You have people saying Russian pride. Black people don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't know or we're confused. I have to put that as a label. Black people don't fucking know. And if you want to go like real like conspiracy theorists and shit, or I, I don't know who, who am I supposed to believe. When I do these searches, that my people really are from, you know, exactly. There. So I don't know. I mean, you you can't, you know, you can you can go there as much as you want, but that doesn't, you know, what I'm saying label. If you're not seeing the records for yourself, you're still wondering what. It and is. I just say, but I I only went to like the mid 1800s when I started doing like an ancestry search. I don't know the fuck they came from. All I know, I do know that my uh, my my mom said. Uh, migrated up here from um, Alabama. Now, past Alabama, I don't know how the fuck they got to Alabama. I think Mike, no offense, eh, he, Mike might have the best issue with tracking his family back, simply because his father was white. Because a lot of black people is like, hey, we own you, whoever your father was, not important. Mm. So, records weren't kept. 
But whereas, and that's why I stopped in the mid eighteen. That's why I was, when I was using Ancestry, I I, I was forced to stop at, 18, at like mid eighteen hundreds because I couldn't find because the name. The thing is, if for some people you get so you start going back. And the name changes, mm-hmm. like the yeah. spelling of the name changes. And when the spelling of the name changes, it just changes the whole, yeah. the whole my like pro- search when, of when, people when, you're searching. When my for. family buried my grandfather. We're we buried him in a family graveyard that said Daniel. And I'm like, at the time I was maybe 15, 16, and I was like, okay, we're burying him on a headstone that says Daniel. I'm looking around. I'm like, everybody says Daniel, and this is 1800s, 1800s. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. And I'm like, as far as I know, my name is Daniels with an S. And come to find out my father signed his name in a way that somewhere, somebody put an S on our name. Mm. So my grandfather's name is Robert Daniel. Whereas my father's name is Eugene Daniels. Well, now, I have a question about that because... You said that your father signed his name. The way he signed his name. So, okay. Approximately, how old was your dad? He was born in the 50s. Okay. It's like, you have to trace back. And because my grandfather was alive at the time, I was able to trace back, okay, Daniel, 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 without an S. Right. And I'm wondering where did this S come from? To this day, my sister signed her name without an S. I signed my name with an S because I don't give a shit. But it's just, my father, where did this S come from? And therein lies my question because on your on his birth certificate, what does it say? Is it Daniels or Daniels? I don't have his birth certificate. I have his death certificate with which has an with S. With S. Right. But think about it. But think about you know for for your for your sake. You say you you do your name. You don't really give a hell. It's just it, it could be Daniel Daniels. Just think about any any one person in the course of the last two hundred years who maybe put an S on or left an S off. It changes everything. Exactly. Yeah. So yes. it could it could have changed everything two hundred years ago. You just exactly. don't know, you know. And that's how I feel. It's like my fa- I've traced my family back, and my grandfather's my grandfather's. They, no one put an S on their name, so it's like I've been able to trace it, but it's just like, um... But how do you go back to, like, the mid-1800s and you're searching people and you're like... Oh, you, I'm you, actually putting and, time and, in. And, and, you, and I'm saying, you went back that far. But, if for me, I'm ch- I, my, my last name, I, I look at it and I say, okay, well, I see someone, you know, I get to where's my last name, and then I go, like, a step higher, and then the name changes by a letter or a spelling. And then it's like, who do, if you go to this 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 uh, family tree, who the fuck do you go to then? Yeah. Do you do you follow the one that you I know? I follow both and see which one is more logical. Because what, a lot what the fuck? What is logical when you get to that point? Because you don't know these motherfuckers. Well, it's different for you because your name is different than mine. Where Daniel and Daniels is, um, if you own somebody, hey, they're Daniels slaves. Like Jack mm-hmm. Daniel, spell, yeah. spell 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 Daniels for me. D A N I E L. Okay, D A N I E L. If you get to a point where it's a D A N E I L, where do you go? I haven't come to that problem. And I, but it's like think about Jack Daniels. When you think of Jack Daniels, you think Daniels. Yeah. But Jack Daniels is actually spelled Daniel. 
Daniels is the possession of his name. Right. Okay. It's like Jack Daniels number seven. So technically, because my family is Daniel, I may have some relation to the guy who made Jack Daniel Daniels. That would make sense. Number seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just being named after that liquor. Yeah, that would make sense. Right. It's my family has a <laughs> Daniel name. Technically, I'm a Daniel. Daniel, D-A-N-I-E-L. But between my grandfather and me, somebody added an S. I don't know if it was my father. I don't know if it was his father. But who knows? Everybody was in the military. Maybe somebody said Daniels and blah blah blah. Put an S. It may, on. It may, and it, I've seen situations like that. Like I used to live down the street from a guy named E L. Right. Like his he was E initial, L initial, and that was his name. And somebody said L. Right, and, and and that's exactly what happened. Um, he had some kind of document or whatever, and he showed us. He's like, my name is E L, whatever, L, whatever. It was on the document. He's like, this is not right, but it's it's his. But hit, throughout history, people are just saying, hey, it doesn't matter. We have E, blah blah blah, L, blah 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 blah. This is good enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Same thing with the X. Yeah, right, exactly. During the 50s, a lot of people couldn't write. So, before the 50s, a lot of people couldn't write. So, they signed their names as X. Such as Malcolm X. He couldn't trace his family back. So, he said, my family's unknown. My last name is X because I don't want to be known by the slave masters who named my ancestors. His name was Malcolm Little. Mm-hmm. I, I I may be wrong. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So, but he changed his last name to X because his mother named him Malcolm. So he said, "My name is my last name is X." As far as we know, every black person in America's last name is X because we don't know our history. Mm-hmm. We don't know who we came from. But I, I think it's just good that you know if if you know that you know. For instance, Malcolm X. It would be, you know, a waste of time for Malcolm X to start searching people with X when he know his, you know, his right. his, 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 his his mother's his maiden name is Little. little. So, so he will search Little yeah. and so forth like that. So, uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that um, the middle names of the 50s mm-hmm. were actually the mother's maiden names. Mm-hmm. So you think of um, Richard Milhouse Nixon. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. Where did Millhouse come from? Millhouse was his mother's maiden name. So that was the way people traced their heritage. Mm-hmm. So it's like, your name would be Otis, your mother's maiden name, with it. See, in my family, is they went through the paternal. They went through the paternal side. Yeah, forget it later. Like, <laughs> my, my, fuck it. I'm going to tell the world. My name is Kellen Dale Williams. Right. And my father, Dale Williams. His father, my, my father's middle name is his father's first name. And that's been tradition in my family until me. Right? My ex decided to name my son something else. But until until me, I can pretty much trace my paternal side through how our middle and first names go. Even if you ask somebody who's like Chaldean, they won't have middle names. But if you ask them, okay, what's your mother's maiden name? They can tell you that. They'll be able to tell you their mother's maiden names. But Cal- many Chaldeans do not have middle names. Because if you think of the Arabic culture, 
women are so demeaned. Mm-hmm. They mean nothing. So it's like, maybe I'm wrong with that. Somebody's going to fuck me up. I don't know. But, um. <laughs> they call you like, exactly. that's not it. I know Kyle Dean with a big booty, but, um. Anyway. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> but anyway, um, Chaldeans, they're, from what I've learned about their culture, you name the child, they have the father's last name. They don't have middle names because historically a middle name was your mother's maiden name. So you can still track your heritage back. So your mother's middle, your mother's middle name would be her mother's maiden name. Right. So you can still track it back throughout history and find out where you came from. Black people don't have that. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's mixed up. It's mixed up. So in in transitioning uh, <laughs> to a more common topic, uh, I thought that topic was mad boring. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "How are we boring the fuck out of our uh, listeners?" Right no, that's now? cool. I think I, I think it was it, it was a, a a good history part, but. Um, well, damn, as, I'm as, trying to get some ass. Mm. As, as as we transition to topics, you know, ass boring niggas, dog. We, um, we need to be riveting. I'm not talking about y'all right now. Shit. Um, oh, oh, oh you want some other shit? Okay, yeah, do you? So, a couple, a couple, of, <laughs> a couple of days ago, or was it two, two, three days ago? Two, uh, two New York cops. Damn, I didn't want to talk about this. Just getting to this. I did. I, I, I did. Well, no, but I'm I did. How far in? Uh, hour? Two hours in? How no, far we, we, we in? An hour. We're okay, an hour we in. So, a couple of days ago, uh, it doesn't have to be long. A couple of days ago. It don't matter. I two, just thought the lineage shit was kind of boring. But two, <laughs> two, two, two cops were, were murdered. I guess murdered. They're executed. Executed in, uh, in New York by a guy who was just... Uh, Mad about Eric Garner. Yeah. Fed up. Do Do you think that should be really linked to to those though? Classic. This is why we don't have guests. This nigga ain't got his show vibrate, dog. Like, right. Classic. Our fucking podcast on the arcade and shit. My, God damn, man. My classic plan has been on silent. Hey, I'm up to twenty. I'm up to twenty trophies. Wow. The <laughs> Don't start no class of the clan. Yeah. Not only is that lame, but I'm, I can't even get involved because I don't play the shit. So yeah. hey, I don't either. I, I know what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it looks like. Yeah, I, it, well, not wait. We need to stick to yeah, stick okay. to all this yeah. shit about. <laughs> How do we feel about the cops being executed? Sure. Hey, sure. Yeah, is that, that, that your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Let, yeah, let that be. Pass it around. Pass it around. Damn, well, I got... Okay. All right, so how do I feel about it? I am indifferent. Um, and the reason I'm indifferent, because uh, I'm just going to frankly say it, cops kill on people every day. And so... Uh, uh, but, now here's the thing about it, though, because my thing about it, I, I'm the type of person that I believe in natural selection. So if you get killed, <laughs> listen, if you get Damn killed, Darwin. it's like, listen, you got to... That's not necessarily natural selection. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's human selection. He's like, hey, yeah, I'm you like, know, here's my clue. I'm, right I'm like, please expire. <laughs> okay, um, if you're going to go out and, and, and do it, if you're going to go kill somebody, have a reason. 
have a valid reason. Self-defense or, you know, protecting your house, your family, something. Don't just go out on the humble like, hey, he white, he black, he Asian. Bow, no, you know. I, I, I just don't think that that killing really helps this whole... It hurts. I think it makes a statement, but it's not the statement you wanted to hear. Right. It was more of the Malcolm X statement compared to the Martin Luther King statement that has been going on. Whereas Martin Luther King said, hey, protest, protest, protest. Malcolm X said, if they lay a hand on you, kill them. Mm -hmm. And my problem with it is those officers weren't the officers who did the crime. Mm -hmm. So... While I'm just like, this guy, eh, I have no problem with what he did. I have a problem with what he did it to. The officers he mm-hmm. did it to. Like, those officers, had they been involved with the Eric Gardner case? Had they been involved with one of the Mike Brown cases or Tamara That's what Rice? I actually saw if it was Darren Wilson. And a nigga just ran up on him and was like, right, 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 exactly. I showed my like, shoulders at that point. I had, yeah. it's like... My my opinion is once you do something, whatever you do in life, the <sighs> have a cause, have a backbone. No, 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 no. It's like I, I'm not a religious person, but I believe in karma. So okay. it's like whatever you do in life, it has an effect, like the butterfly effect. Yeah. No matter what you do, it's going to affect something else. So it's like all these people, um, the Darren Wilson case, uh. Tamara Rice. All, all the shit. I can't name all the black people who's been killed. And they, what's really interesting to me is they promote all the black men who have been killed. They haven't mentioned all the black women who've also been killed. So it's like all these people have been killed by police officers. Just um, two cops get shot. Eh. Y'all been killing people for years. Fuck yeah, you. well, I, I I don't think we can. I don't think as as civilians, because none of us are you know uh, officers or whatever. I don't think we can we can push for for good policing or good. Or, or we, I guess we we can't push for justice, and we say okay, that's an asterisk because these are two innocent because right. because we've had innocent people die, of course, but you. I don't know, man. I, I I don't. I it don't sit well with me to 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 it, even in a in a slight way approve. Like, all right, we're cool. Like, it's I'm not even to, to, I'm, I'm, I'm not even saying you are. I'm just saying in general because I've seen that out on on on, in it, on the internet for the past like couple of days. You can't. I can't side with the fact that okay, it was two of them. Now we even or shit, shit right, like right, that right. because that guy didn't represent a struggle of trying to prove you know black rights or anything. He just did some fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? So you know you can't. I don't, killing cops isn't going to make the shit better, right? At all. You know I don't think it's going to make the shit better. I just, nothing's going to make it better until cops realize, hey, you can't run around killing people unjustifiably until they have some accountability. Until cops actually say. Like what's Obama wants cop camera cameras to have on all these cops, and they keep talking about this dude in Arizona, who he beat a woman half to death, but he had a camera on him, but his camera kept malfunctioning. 
And my question is, okay, if you have all of these cameras on you, and the precinct says we're protecting the officer who did whatever shit happened, it's not going to help anything. And that's well, my issue. My issue is that the executive branch cannot police itself. The executive well, branch. The thing is, we've already seen what what cameras can show us and what law enforcement can get away with. Um, Eric Garner wasn't. I mean, it wasn't filmed by a cop who had a camera. It was a camera that was actually being that, it's that was shown. By somebody it. who got arrested for filming. He, the guy, the guy who actually got arrested, he actually got indicted. Right. It wasn't even the police got indicted. He got indicted. So it's like you know, we we can see. My thing, I just felt that cameras on cops would be like public lynchings. Now we can actually right. see the shit. And then you know, with Eric Garner, you know, it was. By the corner, it was labeled that you know he was it was a homicide, but yeah, yeah it happened. So I don't agree with that, but I just don't think that killing cops that you know may or may not have you know good or bad records is not going to help the cause of of cops in general. You know, uh, doing right anymore. It's not going to help. I mean, because my thing is this: Eric Garner was on tape, right? So. So now you rights. have to go to you have to go to the executive branch police. They're saying, okay, well let's investigate this. Oh wait, this is one of our own, so wait a minute, let me hold on, we gonna twist this, turn that, and okay, he's not gonna be indicted. But he's saying they're gonna back their own before they're gonna back justice. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like the mafia, you know what I'm saying? It's, I think for me that's why I have like a Didn't Tupac say the FBI was the biggest gang in America? Yeah, I have a more kind of like extreme position on it. Not extreme, but like a little bit, a little bit different in the sense of like, okay, so I don't agree what dude did. I mean, obviously what he did was wrong, but like for me, I don't care, man. Because I'm like at this point, I'm so worn down. I'm so worn down with all the black people getting killed by the police for no reason that when I find out that a police police officer got killed, my my brain says. That's not right, but my heart says, well, fuck and it shit happens. Exactly. 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 Shit happens. And, like, that's fucked up that I feel that way, but it's also fucked up that they feel that way that they can kill each other and then they'll back each other you up. Know, like, right. You, you know, know what we, it is, we too? support our fellow officer and, you know, make it look like that he, you know, he was doing what he was supposed to do within the confines of the law. Mm-hmm. They, they'll manipulate the shit to make it look like the officer was justified. So now when the officer get killed for unjust reasons, I'm not going to look at a way to make it ju- make it so like, you know, to stick with the unjustified aspect of it. Like, well, that wasn't justified. I'm like, well, y'all manipulate y'all shit to make it work right. out for you. So when y'all, ki- when y'all get killed for no reason, it's hard for me to feel bad because when y'all kill us for no reason, y'all work together to make it, y'all work together to make it sweet. I think that's the biggest so, issue. It's like- so now that y'all getting shot, I'm like, well, shit. I mean, like you said about karma, like, well... Boom. That's what happens. I feel mad cold hearted about the shit. And I feel bad that I feel that way, but I feel <laughs> bad that I feel bad that I can't even knock it. Yeah. That's what The problem yeah. is with cops is their job is, hey, when I walk out this door, I might get killed. So that's part of their job. So the whole thing is I might get killed, but I'm hoping I don't. But in a situation like this, what they do is like, eh, you and they're crazy. You knew what the job was when you signed up for it. Yeah, yeah my, shit ain't, my shit ain't that cold blooded. No, it's like a fireman. It's like if you run yeah. into a burning building, you know what the job was when you signed up for it. But I'm gonna feel bad for that dude because he volunteered. 
to to put it on the line for everybody else. I'm for everybody else. Move. That's the whole but thing. Like, but in this scenario, I'm not I'm not I'm not feeling bad for these cops right now. Like I feel bad for their families and the, like the technical aspect of like okay, he, this these individuals have loved ones who are gonna mourn them right now. But like in my heart, like I feel like man, like y'all been doing this cops doing this to us up. for ages, man. Yeah. And y'all get behind each other to support to support the cop who do that to us. And now you expect us to feel bad when it happened to you? What the like, whole I don't salute feel they bad on, now. In, on the news when those two cops were. Their bodies were taken from the hospital. It was so many cops dragged out um, saluting the ambulances as they were those bodies were taken out. How many bodies were saluting Eric Gardner, Tamir Rice? Um, I lost count how many people been killed since I... Like, it's crazy because we've had this conversation uh, many a times because when you say, hey, uh, it was a black person that got killed... It's, it's, it's not like you can say normal. you don't know. It's, it's not like you can say, "Oh yeah, I know it's this person." You know, it was you know Tamir Rice. It's so many names right. that you know it's never can say like, "Oh who it is." And you're like, "Oh shit!" It's so I don't know. I'm I'm torn, man, because I don't. I'm torn too. I yeah, and I, I I don't have I don't have the full heartless you know mentality of you know well fuck it you know black people getting killed too. I just you know at some point I just think that. You know, policing uh, uh, across the country has to have a, over, uh, a total overhaul where it just respects life, period. And it gets to a point where, you know, I would love to be in a point where when any person get killed, whether it's black or, black or white, you say, man, that's fucked up. If it's from the cops, when it's, you know, when it's police not doing what the police are supposed to do. But uh, well, see, that's how it's supposed to be, though. We have three branches of government. Executive, legislative, judicial. When uh, crime happens, that's judicial. All right. But here's the problem: when the executive branch does some bullshit, the executive branch oversees the judicial aspect of it. All I know is the president ain't do shit. He. I know how y'all feel about this, but this motherfucker. He only won. Motherfucker. Barack Obama is a motherfucker. He only won. No. Oh, do y'all want me to get started? He started Red Fox. Get started. Get started. No, no, no. Barack Obama did not win that first election. John McCain lost. John McCain did a, uh, what is it, the debate? Where he said the economic of the country is fine. The next day, the NASDAQ tanked like 50 points. Dow Jones tanked like 300. He's saying the economy is fine and everything tanked. That's why Barack Obama won. Now, you take that four years later. Why did he, Barack Obama win again? Because he, Not because he's an incumbent. Because you have a dude saying 50% of the country is going to vote for him just because they're broke. Am I right or am I wrong? Valid point. Did this come out? Did Very valid point. So, they wanted Barack Obama to get back in office. Why? Because he ain't doing shit. Barack Obama ain't did shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's silent now. Oh. No, no, I agree with you 100%. Barack Obama ain't did shit because he been towing the line. He like, hey, let me... No, I'm, I'm, no I feel... I'm, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm... I'm, I haven't been a fan of him in the last like Have, year. Fuck Obama. And 
Yeah, fuck Obama. Uh, what has he done? He ain't did shit. Okay, he raised the Dow Jones. He raised the economy. Who has stock? Who owns all these companies? Rich white bankers. Yup. Oh, oh. Oh, I'm going to get y'all in trouble now. Who? Because I'm telling the truth. People don't want to hear the truth. Wait, 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 wait. You ain't saying that. that. You ain't saying nothing. It's not like we sitting here conflicted like, oh, he's bashing our precious president. We just oh, I'm bashing this motherfucker. It's been a lot of stuff that Obama has done. And I, I haven't been a fan for a while. But I think, I think the biggest the biggest issues I haven't been a, you know, a fan of as of late as his is his silence on you know issues like uh, Eric Garner or you but know. he put he puts a statement out about the two cops being killed. See now, uh, oh oh oh, black people being killed across the country by cops. Shit happens once a month. Don't say shit. Two cops get shit shot. Um, I want people to be peaceful. Uh, fuck you. Balls the size of rats. What, what, what were you talking about? He was commenting on the other day. Uh, the movie shit. Oh yeah. So th- yeah. Oh. So he, oh. he made comments about the interview, and, and you know, and that, that's the shit like that. that those are the reasons that he's more angry. Right, right. more angry. Right. Like, give me another goddamn beer. Give me that. He like fuck Obama. Man, Corona has turned us to the official anti-Obama juice. Right, anti-Obama juice. I'm ready to go in on him. Fuck Obama. My whole thing about that is, if you're afraid to release a movie, hold on. I'm watching Team America every day just because. What happens to Team America? Kim Jong Il dies. He gets it in the end. Fuck North Korea. You want to come to me and bomb me? Fuck. My address is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm about to say, hey, I'm about to say blue said it. I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to make it hard on y'all to try to edit this shit out, but I can be found. But this, my shit is, okay, somebody says, we don't want you to kill We on TV or in a movie and something that's imagine, imaginary, we don't want you to kill a leader of a foreign dictator. How many people have made movies where they killed Saddam Hussein while he was still in power? Thank you. How many people... They made a movie where they killed Bush while he was still in office. I mean, well, that kind of should have happened. Oh, Bush gonna get taken out. (laughs) Y'all think... That's what he fucking did. When was Bush's last day in office? Because his last day in office, plus 10 years, is the last day he gets Secret Service protection. Bush gonna get taken out. Fuck Bush. Bush, Cheney, and Rumsfeld are all going to get taken out because Germany already has war crime charges against all of them. You ain't heard about Bush leaving the country, going to Europe, or doing shit, have you? Because he's going to get his ass capped. That's why. Because he's on. He, they got what on more war charges. War crime charges. Bush can't leave the country because if that. Bush leaves the country, the UN had, can't arrest him wherever he goes. Bush ain't leaving Texas. I was just telling somebody today about the about about the fucking shit we had with Iraq. Ain't nobody, ain't no War US crime. president attacked Iraq except for George and yes, George Bush. They won't we invaded a foreign country with no reason. That is a war crime. George W. Bush 
Donald Rumsfeld and Dick Cheney are all on the hook for war crimes. The only thing they can get them for is the people in, um, what is it, Cuba, uh, Guantanamo Bay? Yeah. But they're still getting them on that. If you read the news, George Bush has not left the United States in the past 10 years. And he will not leave the United States. How y'all feel about the uh, whole uh, Assad situation? Hmm? Whole situation with Assad Shakur. Oh, with oh, well, Cuba? Yeah. Well, okay. It's uh, y'all podcast. Talk. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, frankly, I feel like Assad Shakur is about well, almost 70 years old. Leave her alone. She got indicted for a crime, convicted of a crime that she didn't even do. Couldn't medical evidence show that she couldn't did the crime. They imprisoned her. She escaped. Went to Cuba. Got political asylum. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. She almost see. I mean, God bless her soul. She almost said she ain't got much more. She ain't got much more left. Let, leave her I don't alone. think she. I don't know. I. I don't know when when, when the story of you know us us you know making nice with Cuba. The first thing I thought about was Cuban cigars. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I would say you know it was really just like, damn, would they really come down? Would we really get more of them? Or that was my first thing. Then I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about us. I'm secure. Still, my that's still my primary concern is keeping cigars. Um, <laughs> well, you can get them in Canada. I know. Yeah, that. yeah, but <laughs> that, that, that was my first uh, concern. Uh, and then I had you know swing because I realized that it was so many details of uh, a Sada Shakur story that I hadn't known of. That I've been reading up on it lately. Uh-huh. And was, was it like that Marissa story in Florida? The whole, um, they tried to compare it to Trayvon? No, no. It was just really just the origin of the story. You know, I, it's funny because I read a story about her and it was her her real name, which I can't, I can't think of at the moment. And I didn't know who the hell she was. And I was like, shit, I realized I don't know too much about that story. Uh, but... I don't know, man. That's just that's just bogus. That shit was like damn shit so many years ago. I I, I think that should just be wiped under the rug. I think you know if if Obama you know could do could do good before he leave, just fucking just pardon her and just let it go. Nah, he gonna pardon Eric Gardner. He gonna pardon the man. <laughs> well, see, he can't. That's the motherfucking shit he been doing. He ain't did shit else. My uh. You don't pardon the dude. And My main issue with Obama isn't even policies or things that he's physically done. Like like Otis mentioned earlier, is his lack of speaking out of, against the injustices. So like I look at a, I look at the president as like you're a man who we all know the way. Well, we don't all know, but we he, have a good idea of how the how the the legal system works. He didn't in different even win of the office, but like other people can, lost. He, we know what he can and cannot do. What he can do as president and in his leader of the free world, quote unquote, he can go on TV and say some shit. And the fact that he hasn't really spoken out against this shit really irks me. And like, I have issues with his policies and and things that have happened over the course of his presidency that we've talked about on the podcast, stuff that we haven't. But like, my main issue is like, if you're if you're the president, right? You're supposed to be the leader of the free world. You're supposed to be the leader of the United States. It's your obligation as a man and as a human being to speak out against injustice. And I think we can all say definitively that there's a 
insanely large amount of injustice going on against black people. And you could say, okay, as a black president, he should be speaking out. But even as a, if he was white, I'd feel the same way. Because I'm like, if you even if you're a white president, you're still supposed to speak out against injustice. You're supposed to be a good person, and on the inside as a human. And as a human, they say, hey, there's no way shit go. Yeah, and, and, and as a human and as a man, he's disappointed me because I feel like you, you, this is something you need to speak out for. And if you if you look at his first term, you can say, well, well, maybe he's not speaking out because he wants to get reelected. And even then, it's a shitty argument because he's still putting his political priorities above what's right and what's wrong. But he doesn't even have anything to play for at this point. So I don't see why he can't at least at the very least verbally support us and 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 just show that he understands that there's injustices going on. And his whole thing has been like, oh, we need to not riot and we need to be peaceful and all this shit and I'm really over the peaceful shit man and I, I, I'm so over the peaceful shit the peaceful shit ain't working man I'm not my Malcolm X shit dog. when like, I said to, a couple weeks we need ago, to really yes. get bothered out here that, what, that's why I don't feel really bad about the police getting killed because I'm like I feel like it's wrong I mean it was wrong that, that them dudes didn't have nothing to do with it but I feel like I don't want to say that's the direction we need to go in because that's just, you, you feel wrong saying that but like man like this peaceful shit ain't working, man. What like, I've said weeks anywhere. ago is a protest without a movement is nothing but a parade. Mm-hmm. People keep doing these protests, protests, protests. Okay, if you do a protest, great. But if you don't have a movement behind that protest, what are you really doing? Right. You're having a parade. You've got a bunch of people gathered saying signs. If you're not actually doing something with your protest... Like what they're saying, the whole um, don't shop on Friday, Black Friday is... That's down. all bullshit, though. I believe it was, but I heard it was down 11%. I didn't shop on Black Friday, but I think it's still bullshit. But at the same time, if that makes a difference to people, that's the only way you're going to make a difference. It's through people's pocketbooks. That's what America's built on, is money. If you stop spending money with... These people who um, say Papa John's, say they um, help cops. They support uh, police fraternal organizations. Okay, I'm going to stop shopping at Papa John's. I won't use pizza anymore. If you, your brother, and everybody else stop shopping at Papa John's, it's going to make a difference to them. Mm -hmm. The problem is, it's not enough people. They're still protesting. They're in the streets. They're doing. They're showing signs. They're showing, hey, we're together. But at the same time, when they go home, they're still supporting everybody right. who's saying y'all ain't shit. It's just the difference between what we're living in now and, and the protests back in the, in the I'm sorry, boycotts back that, in the 60s. That's what I'm saying. A protest without a movement is a parade. And all they have is a protest. They don't know, okay, these companies are pro- are with NYPD, so we're not gonna pr- we're not gonna help them. Um what's the show? Uh da, 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 da. Law and Order SVU. Nobody's gonna protest that. Hey, I'm protesting everything that says New York Police Department. You stop watching NY um SVU. Let everybody stop watching that show. NBC is going to say, "Okay, our ratings are down so much, we can't we can't sell commercials because what whatever people stop watching the show." 
that makes a difference. The problem is people are just going out in the streets protesting, but they're not. They're not. Um, there's no end game. There's no movement. Right. They're just protesting so they can be seen. Exactly. Yeah. People out there with signs saying, "Look, I was there." Exactly. But when it comes to okay, cut off any show that supports NYPD. Cut off anything that says NYPD. Cut off anybody who supports NYPD. Any pizza spot. Any if do they deliver it to the New York Police Department? Don't use their money. Do you all these people in Detroit? Do you deliver to the police? Yes, we do. Don't support them. If you cut these people off, you have a movement. The problem is people are saying, "Hey, I was in a parade," and then they go home. Yeah, well, I think I think. I think uh, protests are are not looked at what they what they were intently you know in, you know intent for. I think protests were used for you know awareness you know to let you know that we're, we we're out here you know I I guess we, when you got like you know now with social media and stuff everything is so fast you know we we talked about this I think on the last podcast I think yeah is that you know protests are just I mean you think about in the sixties people. People didn't know about protests as instant as they do now. You know, in the sixties, you know, when they did protests and things of that nature, or any other past, you know, you had to like call people, you had to like, you know, mail people, you had to do like flyers, pro. I mean, you know, pamphlets and shit like that. So people didn't know about it until it was then, you know. But now it's like, you know, I think it's one of those taboo things where people, you know, do. Because I, I went down to, you know. uh um, Noel night, mm-hmm. and I, you know, and I and I marched with them and things of that nature. But I, I felt like it wasn't enough. I didn't know what what could I do past that because once that happens, it's like you know, people have those you know, uh, those mountaintop experiences where they do something and they feel they've done you know they've done a lot. But then you know, you go home the next day and it's like the problem's still there. So it's know. like, how do you you know, how do you do more than just you know. You, you stand outside for a few hours, or if you lay on the ground, you know, do you really, you know, do you really feel the pain? You know, humble, you know. So we need to bring awareness. Humble, a protest without a movement is a parade. We need to bring awareness, but you can't bring change in the sense of like. So if you if you do like what Blue was saying about uh, affecting the pockets and, and saying we're not going to support any NYPD shit, that is going to hurt them financially, yeah. and that may even change their behavior. But the the core source of the problem isn't the behavior, it's the mindset. So you got to figure out how to change the mindset. Even if we dig in their pockets, that's not going to change how they feel about black people. They still going to think black people ain't shit. We need to, the, the only way this is going to change is if we get them to get other races to understand that we're all one race. We're all humans and that we should all be t- treated equally. And protest sure as fuck ain't going to do that. And then, like, right. the even if you're digging in their pockets, that's not really going to do that either. That's just going to be, like, a... That's just going to be a band-aid on the situation. That's kind of how it was before Obama became president. Because back then, we, we were all under the impression that racial relations weren't proven. When he first got nominated... I mean, uh, when he first got elected, we thought this was the first step toward change. We thought, like, okay, shit's really changing here. And he did But that was because... Just- well, it's not on him, though. But that... Because the, the situation is that... That was all a facade. That was us. That was us thinking That's what I'm saying. that things were changing. Obama but it was really just people feel like that was what they had to lost. do. But people are looking at that's what we have to do. Like this is the situation. This is the scenario that we're moving in. We need to be more progressive, 
and we need to make people feel like that we're moving in an area where we can have a black president now. It wasn't a sense of like we feel the black people are equal because the the difference is once he got elected, the shit got worse, and it wasn't because of him. It was because of the fact that people who already felt like black people were of a lesser a lesser uh, a lesser race, they looked at it like. Well, we've been keeping our disdain for black people so low key that now we got a black person in the White House and now we all fucked up. So then she got more racist because they were like, we, we can't be hiding no more because now that we hiding it, these black folks getting some power. So all it, all it really did was bring their true feelings to the surface. So we need to figure out how to fix how they feel. And all that artist process and the shit, that's not going to change how they feel. We need to figure out a way. Excuse me. We need to figure out a way to change how they feel. And I feel like we need to hit them a little bit harder than uh, protesting and shit. Now, I'm not going to say we need to be out here killing cops for no reason. I don't want to endorse that. But at the same time... I will. I, well, I'm just going to say I don't want to endorse it. But at the same time, <laughs> I think they need to feel... They need to feel how real we I'm are. I'm killing anybody. Well, <laughs> like I said... This, I is, why we get compla- this is why we get complaints about you. Because <laughs> 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 you say shit like that. I don't believe right, right, I don't I don't believe that. Well, I, I think we need, to, we need to let them feel what we feel, and that's how we're gonna get somewhere. But and like I, when okay. they feel, when now, they feel like we we. Do you feel that? Stop being. How do you do that though? How do you do that though? In in, in the country that was. That's the million dollar question. Founded on how do we do slavery? Rebellion. Saying that exactly. How do we do that? How do we do that? I mean, that's like. I think the, the the biggest example I've seen of, of 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 what we thought was changed but really wasn't like when you know all of the stories came out of Donald, Donald Sterling with the Clippers and you had players you had you had players who were willing to just boycott the NBA and just not you know, play. You know what's funny you, to me? Hold on a second before you said you had players who who want to boycott and just not play. And then the NBA just, you know, came down strong on Sterling. It wasn't because they felt that black lives were important or or offended. It was because of the money. money, It was never because of the, you know, so they did all of that. And we we felt like, damn, well, maybe they really feel black lives are important. No, they felt that black lives, you know, uh, black people... You know, are like 80-90% of of, right. of the NBA, and they felt to, to pacify us mm. that they, you know, they made a step to that. So it's like right. people may have felt that you know the NBA felt that Black Lives really matter, but really it was really because the bottom line of money. Because if 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 all the black players in the NFL, I mean the NBA, decided to just not play, or the NFL, or or the, the NFL, NFL, just go to the NFL, it's or the NHL. Stop. You know, <laughs> right, 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 right. But it wouldn't. So that one nigga in the NHL. Right, right. So they would have. They would have benched that one guy. Okay, no, in, no, in, no, on, I'm going to the in. You said NHL. Let's just go on minorities then, because in in he in this country right here, in the NHL you got mostly what Russian Canadian players. Mm-hmm. For all the minorities said, you know what? Fuck y'all. We ain't playing. Minority don't mean shit, dog. They still white. It don't. It don't and half the NHL would be like the uh, NHL. The NHL if you say minority, asses. the NHL would be shut down. Yep. Major right. League Baseball would be shut down. Yep. But that's the point. NBA would be shut down. That's why I'm saying it don't matter. Shut down. That's why I'm saying it don't matter. It's not about minorities. It's about black people. 
Because if you shut down with minorities, the NHL is vastly minorities. Yep. All they, these things are vastly minorities. minorities. They're but vastly foreigners. Right. It's, right. But it's, it's the same thing, though. What it's I'm saying is they're thing. not even American. Most of the NHL players aren't even American. That's what I'm saying. It's, that's what I'm saying. They, they're minorities by definition because they're not American. They're still... They're still minorities in the general sense. So it's not about minorities. It's about black people. So it's like, it don't really have no effect on the NHL. There ain't no black people in the NHL. Like, it's about, it's about black people. It's not about minorities. Because if you, if you if you a white dude and you see a, a Russian dude, you're going to be like, oh, he Russian. Yeah, He's yeah. a Russian minority. Fuck yeah. him. He's still he a white dude to you. He white, right. he white. You know, but it's about being black, dog. Well, and black, people don't, black people don't fuck. They, they not... Black people, people don't see it for black people here, mm-hmm. and that's what we need to change. Is is the idea that black people are uh, a minority of minorities? Like you got minorities, and then you got black people. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah, Otis playing Classic Clan. Are you talking about Clash of Clans, nigga? Are you lying to me in this podcast? We talk about the Clash of Clans. No, I, never, I don't think I've ever, I've never lied to you in the podcast. I try to make it a, no, a, a surprise and shit. So yeah, but yeah, I get. It. I mean, I, I, I think, like I say, you know, with the whole, you know, um, the Donald Sterling thing with the NBA, you know, we, we, we may have wanted to think that, you know, them firing him was a, 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 a push to say that, you know. We're not going uh, to tolerate yeah. black being It was funny to me how people were like, Donald Sterling, you can't afford the Clippers no more, blah, 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 blah. If people were like posting pictures of nail clippers. A clipper is a billion dollar selling ship. Yes, it is. Donald Sterling can afford a lot of them. So even though they got sold, Donald Sterling could afford million dollar clipper ships. A clipper yeah. is a selling ship. And people were like, ha, 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 you can't have the Clippers anymore. The Donald, Donald Sterling can afford a lot of Clippers. The Hessians used to use Clippers. Right. The L.A. Clippers were nothing to him. Well, that was a party well, gift. Well, 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 on a more simpler, you know, no, he, he sold it for what? Two, two, two billion dollars. So he never lost on that. Oh, I mean, a Clipper ship cost like one million. So if he sold it for two billion... Let's just do the math on that. Yeah, I don't know the math. Right there, basic math. I don't know. I don't know. Is he didn't lose? I'll say that. I'll say that. And black and and, and, and blacks was black people lost. He got an NCAA CP. Well, I don't say black people lost, but black blacks wasn't um, looked at any higher, any you know, any any more valuable after that. You know, life went on. Another team, you know, another owner owns him, and you know, things went on. He, you know, he probably still fucking black bitches, and you know, he (laughs) still he he still doing what he does. and it's what no do you deal. think it would take for, uh, for for black lives to 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 be valued as they should in in this country? A three fifths revolution. Okay, I actually don't know, man. I I, I think that the, I don't think there's the, anything we can. Do. I think the people it's that I think the people that matter. I think the people who can voice you know the biggest concerns won't. And I think Jay-Z you know said shit. I I don't. Because he, he's controlled by Green Bay. And, and Green Bay, Jay-Z don't mean shit. 
in the grand scheme of things, he's still another Obama nigga. Obama ain't saying shit. I mean, honestly, you shit. know, take, take, take a Jay-Z. Jay-Z considered... Jay-Z, even if Kanye he... Kanye ain't saying no, shit. No, no, let, let, let's stop. We'll just start with Jay-Z. Jay-Z... The Kardashians love black men, and they ain't saying shit. Jay, Jay-Z could, could, could protest... Or however he want to do it, he can give all his millions and everything like that. And if it isn't the people that made people, them people rich that can actually you know start protesting and stuff, it's not going to matter. He can give th- he can give millions of dollars to the to the to the to the case of of niggas and to make <laughs> niggas feel better. <laughs> it's not going to make a difference if the people who who made him rich don't do anything. If the low level people like ourselves don't do any, don't do you, more. You it's know not going to matter. Is, honestly, you know what the problem is. You got people protesting the um, death of Eric Gardner, Mike Brown, but you also have people waiting outside at six a.m. to get the Jordan Elevens. That's the problem, right there. Well, the thing is, who's who's going to tell those people? It had to be the same people their level. You can't, you know, you can't expect you, you can't expect dumbasses to to get better when it's not I, people who's helping like, the dumbass. Michael Jordan off the court, I've never seen him wear a pair of Jordans because he's never he's not going to affect it. If you don't have people at the but same, you got niggas every day. I'm going. I'm going to. What's the, wear, what's the wearing the Jordans wearing got to do with? What's the What's the wearing the Jordans got to do with how black people are perceived among other races? Because, because you have a lot of people running to spend two and three hundred dollars on a pair of shoes, sponsored by a man who never wears them. But that's what's that got to do with how how people are perceived? If we stopped buying if, Jordans altogether, white people aren't going to say, you know what, I fuck with niggas now. That's not gonna make a difference. It is gonna make a difference, but it's gonna make a small difference. It's if you got a lot of people, hey, if you see a nigga wearing sagging pants, wearing Jordans, how are you you approach him differently than somebody wearing pants around his waist? But that's you, the that's the problem. He should be able to wear whatever the fuck he wants and still have the same rights as any other person. Now what you could do I mean, is now what you could do is you can get all these people who line up it's and get? If you get all these people, people to get the people who line up to get Jordans to protest all the shit that goes on against black people, the world will be a different place. But you, yeah, I but, but, but you still got to so. but, but it, you still got to value protesting. I, I, I'm nope, like and that it would not be a different place. It would only so make a slight change because there's so many other deep pockets that that that, that corporate America has their hands in. All that does is give people a, a a face to put to their hatred, so they can say they can rationalize in their head. Part of the reason I don't fuck with black people is because they buy Jordans or whatever, for whatever the case may be. That's not us not buying Jordans anymore isn't going to make us any more respected. Like, what well, I think, I don't think actually, I don't think there's any way we can resolve it with our current generation. I my. The way that well, yeah, I feel like we should take it, you already yeah. said that. I think we need to fix the next generation because mm-hmm. I think our generation is lost. I don't think there's anything that any of us can can do that's going to make white people feel like you know what I fuck. You know, black people are on the same level as us. We can stop buying Jordans. We can stop robbing people. We can stop killing people. It ain't gonna matter because they already got that shit ingrained, and all the shit that we do just further solidifies it. It don't change it. Like we need to get the people who are still coming up. Who are being raised by these motherfuckers, and we need to get at those people so that when they become adults and they can have say and they can have influence, 
that they won't feel that way. And so we need to work at changing how people feel on the inside. And all that other shit, that's not going to make a difference. It's just going to, all it will do is make us look, be- it'll make us look better uh, publicly and, and for the media. They could say, you know, theoretically, they could say, uh, you know, black people aren't buying Jordans and they're standing up for themselves and they're, they're you know, making a, making a stand against, uh, you know, demeaning shit on VH1 or BET and all that shit. And Shout all that would do sisters. that could change the like the public perception. Yeah. That's not gonna change how people feel on the inside. And I don't think there's anything we could do to change how the current people who are all adults right now feel on the inside. And I yeah. think for right now, all we can really do is let the, let them know that we ain't gonna take it no more. That's the only difference that I think we can do at this moment is say like we ain't gonna lay down for it no more. Because as long as we protesting, they they still gonna feel like they can do the same shit. But if they feel like they can do that, if they feel like they can't do that shit without getting away with it, then that that could at least change the behavior right now, and then we can work on fixing the mentality. We tried that though. We tried that in the sixties. We tried it in the seventies. But then we thought shit. But then we thought it worked. That the problem is we thought it worked and it didn't. So we need to we need to make it so that it actually has a real impact on them. Because like if you look at the shit, like you said, we tried in the sixties or whatever. Like, when we tried it back then, we were fighting back, and they were like, okay, well, they fighting back, but they still don't, they didn't still feel no different. Mm-hmm. They still felt the same way. So, I mean, yeah, right now, we need to just, we need to just make them feel like their behavior, they're not going to get away with their behavior right now. And right now, they still feel, as long as we out here peacefully protesting, they're going to be like, well, that ain't doing shit to us. So, we can still behave the same way, and we can still feel the same way. So we need to first work on their behavior, and I don't think protesting is going to change no behavior. Quite frankly, man, in, in my opinion, I say we treat America like America treated the British for our independence. As simple as that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, British crown, we're not going to take this. We're going to revolt against you. Hey, so be it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm fed up, dog. I'm, 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 I'm over that peaceful shit, dog. I'm fed up over this, man. I'm, you want to riot? I, I, I truly, but truly why do. not? Why I not? Completely support because the riots, man. Completely support. This we would shit. be better treated in anarchy than we are being treated now. I agree because I feel like we look at it like, I we look at it like why are we rioting against people who don't have nothing to do with us and all that shit? And I'm like, man, riot and prove a point. That proved the point that we ain't gonna take this shit no more. And I'm for that. I'm for that mindset that we're not going to take this shit no more. I'm, we're I'm not going right to take it. I'm, I'm interested in viewpoint on how, why you said that we'll be treated the same in anarchy as opposed to not. I guess it's just really. I, I, it's what do you what are you willing to sacrifice? Listen, porn. I, I'm not willing to sacrifice that. But sex. <laughs> I'm not willing to sacrifice that either. But sex. I think I think it does really come down to what are you willing to sacrifice? Or, the way I know. see it, we're already For in what? a police state. We're already in a police state. The next step is martial law. Why not? Fuck it. Let's just anarchy, we're gonna revolt. Fuck you, fuck your laws. And we're gonna earn so, our freedom. So what do you what do you do though? Like you don't. We don't give a hell. We want to. We want to do whatever it takes. What do we do? Like, what do we do? We we do the same thing that the U.S. did to the British Crown. We mob whatever we can. We so I say so exactly. So hold on. I, I know you, you're ready. I saw your hand up. You're ready. <laughs> I, 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 I see you. I, I, I'm ready for it. I want to hear. I want to hear. I'm just saying. Like hand up. No, no, no. I'm just saying. 
We mob. What, what is that? What is that? What is the process for that? What do you? What does that mean? <laughs> you want me to say this on your podcast? Okay. Fuck yeah, I don't no, care. What, what we do is, what we do is, see, we live in an age where we can get messages across real quick. They can be intercepted, true, but we can get messages across real quick. All right? We go downtown, fuck HQ. We're going to burn that bitch to the ground. All right? We go to Lansing. We burn that bitch to the ground. Next step, everybody go to Washington. D.C., burn that bitch to the ground. Exactly. So, uh, are we prepared to leave what we do on a regular to... Black to, people to, are spoiled. To, no, to, as a whole, no. We're not ready for that. No, no. And that's my point. Do we... Say on a regular day... Say on a regular... Uh, January January 12th is a Monday. Yep. Do we get up in the morning? Do we say, fuck our jobs? Do we... You know, because that's what it's really going to take. Or do we say, fuck our job? Fuck our... Fuck how we live, and then go dark doing stuff. Is that? I mean, is that what it's really gonna take? We gotta answer blue at this point. I would like to say my name is Justin Daniels, and for whoever, <laughs> as he grabs a mic, for, for whoever's listening, I'm not blowing shit up <laughs> because I already realized that I'm on like five FBI watch lists. So I want to make a point that I'm not blowing shit up, but. Uh-oh. Okay, Wait, now y'all can continue. No, no, you see. No, 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 I guess, you I, 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 I guess um, you know, and, 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 and I don't want to incriminate anybody <laughs> by, by all means. I'm just saying, I think what it, it takes much more than we really realize it takes to, like, start a revolution. Like, it, it, it takes, yeah, it takes like I was saying, it's like the protest without a movement is nothing more than a protest. Like, for instance, like, for instance, I, like, for you. You saw some of the protests that was downtown, Mike. Yeah. But at some of the ones, you was like, I can't really fuck with it because of work shit. You know what I mean? And so it's like, we, if, if we didn't, if we had a mindset that we didn't care about our jobs, we would just do what the fuck you want because we need a job because we got to pay bills because we got to do all this other shit. You got family. Yeah, we got family okay, shit. And now that lies the difference yeah. between now and in the 60s because in the 60s, they said, you know what? I don't know how the hell I'm getting to work, but I ain't riding a fucking bus. Right, but at the same time, you but, know you, what? but you but you had people just probably huh. like you know what I, I got to provide for my family, so I got to right. I got to ride the bus. Back then, you had community. Yeah. So if you you lose your job, you don't have to worry about it because your neighbor's gonna bring you a little bread. Mm-hmm. They're gonna bring you a little uh, meatloaf because hey, we know you lost your job. We're gonna help you live. Today, people don't know your name. Because ain't nobody brought me meatloaf, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let, let me put it to you like this. Do you, do you know your neighbors? Right. Do you know your neighbors? Uh, people on the next side of you, people on this side of you. Not to that extent. Somebody just moved behind me. I don't know them yet. Guy next door to me. They just got a dog. I know their names. I know them. Guy on the other side of them. I know them. The people on the fourth house down. I don't know them, but I know of them. So it's like if I see them, I know them enough to. Yeah, wait. our culture, our culture is way too different. I, I just, I just think if we, if 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 the revolution started today, no revolution. If it's if a revolution, it did, if Oprah Winfrey, I use, I, I use Oprah Eric, Winfrey is six billion dollars. She got her own network, I, and it, there is no revolution. I use the Eric, revolution has not been televised. I, I use fuck Oprah. I use air quotes real liberally, but if that started, 
you know, fuck could, BET, could, could fuck you, Viacom, could, fuck Oprah. Could you trust your neighbors right now to be able to say, you know what, we yes, good. I let's could. just do it. My neighbors, yes, I could. I couldn't. And that's the problem. But that's the, that's a relationship issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's Why? Because I don't trust them niggas. I, they can't come on my porch, let alone trust them to back I, me for I anything. trust my neighbors to have keys to my house. I don't. I don't trust, I don't trust nobody in a fucking... Fucking my radius that keys in my house, let alone my neighbors. You see the problem? Yeah, fuck them neighbors. They horrible. See, back then, my grandfather used to tell me about this. It was like, you can leave your car unlocked. You can keep your house door unlocked. It was days, I've come home drunk as fuck. My door is open. I ain't got to worry about it. Then again, I got a 100-pound pit bull. But it's but it's so many people that can't. I, you know, it's funny. You, you bring up the whole thing about locked doors and stuff like that. Yeah. And I always wonder, like... At what point of life that you know you know you had houses built and things like that? Did you have to realize that damn I need to like lock my shit up? Like at what point did the community not be the community? Mm-hmm. You know would, what I mean? Would you like me to really tell you that when white people came? <laughs> Capitalism. Okay, let's go. Y'all laughing? You laughing? Come on. Come on. When Native Americans lived in the lived in this country, mm-hmm. they didn't have things such as the words mine. Yours. It was a community. Just if like you Bush needed people. something, just you like Bush it. people. When you when you killed something, you would take every part of it and put it to use. If you couldn't put it to use, you would find a use for it. That's how Native Americans lived. Yep. White people came in and said, "Hey, okay, this is mine. This land is mine. You can't come on this land because this is mine." And that is the reason that we have police because you have to protect, quote unquote, in a capitalist state, you have to protect the haves from the have-nots. Now, people keep saying communism is bad. And uh, I give a point. Communism has its bad things. But when you have a neighborhood that takes care of its own, mm-hmm. think about your neighborhood. Say you have a neighborhood doctor. You don't have to, okay. I got to go down the street. I hope my insurance takes care of it. Yep. We have a neighborhood doctor. We have a neighborhood farmer. We have a neighborhood this. We have a neighborhood that. Yep. I don't have to fix my house because we have a neighborhood blacksmith who can do this. I'll take care of his plumbing while he will fix my shutters. Right. That's what happened in Native American society. We don't have that today. Today we have a society where everybody says... I'll fix this if you pay me. Yeah. I'll do this. I'll do this. It if you is give the me enemy. This. Capitalism is the enemy. I'm, man. Mm. <laughs> Why are you so angry? Yeah, he need to go take a he need to go take a piss break. I guess. Right. This nigga closed the door. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close the door. Yeah. Bar- yeah. Bar- That's me, bro. Yeah, I guess the bathroom doors can't be closed. That's sorry. me, but I guess we sound the same. Yeah. So, um, I guess in the interest of toning shit down, I guess we should move on to another topic because we uh, we spent a lot of time. What, what's uh, the time limit on now? There's no such thing as a time limit. We have a, uh, but uh, let's move on to another top topic. I think we should get a little bit more lighthearted now. Yeah, we, yeah. Let's let's. We didn't got like that serious. I feel like yeah, I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should. We've covered that already. Black so. Panther hats and shit. Like right. Walk around like loaded lux and shit. Right. Uh, <laughs> but sex is always welcome. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we talked about that, haven't we, so far? I think no, I've just I, been mentioning I think, butt I, sex. I, I think we've met our butt sex quota <laughs> for, the, for the day. Yeah. 
Hell, y'all have. I haven't. Damn, where is this TJ? Where is she doing tonight? Okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah. <laughs> um, what did you have, Mike? Maybe she likes butt sex. Um, so, uh, Bobby Smurder called charges about a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> from, what I've, from what I've read, he's pretty much laid out everything that his crew has done in that one song. It does seem that way, man. It's, it's almost like everything he got charged with, like, well, he did mention in that one song. He did say he'd been selling crashes like the fifth grade, and he, he didn't call a body and all this shit. Dog, I heard this motherfucker has... A twenty-five year charge, a, a charge that faces a twenty-five year max, and another charge that faces a fifteen year max. Like this, he done, dude. Like, and that's crazy to me. And what kind of sucks about that is like, it kind of sucks to have a guy to to get on. And like, I don't really respect him as an artist, not like that. But it does suck to have a dude get on and just have his career get mashed like that. Like, at an instant. Like, as soon as he got on, it's like, okay, well, you more likely going to prison for the rest of your fucking natural life, nigga. Like, but at he, the same time, it's like, shit. if you dumb enough to say, hey, I done robbed the bank on 5th and 3rd. You're like, saying yeah. everything you did. I mean, he was damn near that detail. I mean, he yeah, was he like was, naming was. folks in his shit, man. And it's like, I don't feel sorry for him in that respect, but I feel sorry. I feel, I feel bad about the whole idea of like, damn man, he a young dude, man. He's his life, man. He he lived it so fucked up that as soon as he got on, he out the game, man. It's like, well, why do you pity a fool that said, "Hey, I don't fucking, pity him." I'm saying, hey, I, I don't pity him. Five million people, y'all listening? I robbed the bank. I killed this motherfucker. <laughs> his body buried on second and third. Uh, anything I did is on track. I'm not saying that Bobby Smurder himself. Should be pitied or freed or he should get away with shit. I'm saying it's a fucked up scenario that as soon as a young dude got on, he he's going to prison. And it's yeah, not it's a fucked fault. up scenario because this motherfucker said, "Hey, I did a crime. This is all the shit I did. This is all." Somebody actually put out a tape about that. It's like um a tape like a no, they're like a rappers. Video? A rappers like talk about all the shit they did. And it's only self-incriminating. But at the same time, it's like, it's you say all the shit you did, but as soon as you go to trial, you're like, no, I didn't murder so-and-so. I'm innocent. It's all music. Right. It's, and it's like, um, motherfucker, we got you saying you murdered five people. You admitted to murdering five people on your track. Millions of people heard you admit to this shit. Now you're saying, oh, you're innocent. Fuck you. I don't know if he's saying he's innocent or not. No, I'm just, I'm just like, saying situations like that. Rappers always talk about, I murdered this, I'm trapping this, blah, 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 blah. It's fucked up that he put himself in that position. Like, I, I wish dumb. the nigga had just, like, he is dumb. But I'm just saying, like, I wish it wasn't another motherfucker who, who did some dumb shit, talked about it, and now he, he going to jail for it. I'm just saying it's fucked up that it's a dude who, who had an opportunity and he fucking blew it. Like so, I feel like I feel bad in the sense of like I wish this wasn't a dude who have who had an opportunity and he blew it. A dude named like, Bobby Schmurder. Fuck him. I, I, I feel like that's just natural selection. I mean, seriously, Bar- Bobby Schmurder. Bobby Schmurder. I'm not saying that he should be free of some shit like that. Or like, like he was wrong. I'm just saying like it's a fucked up scenario that we got mad niggas out here. This is a dude who, who, who had a chance and he blew it. 
I'm not saying that he what the DMX stand for? Dark man X. Let him go to jail. This motherfucker knew he was on some shit. We can't be out here condemning niggas for their names of for, of for what they rap about. Like if he actually did con- shit, yeah. I'm not condemning him for their names. What he rapped about. However, if, his name. If you're saying you can't be like, oh, he, his name Bobby Smurder, he must be fucked up. That's the same kind of shit that we talk about with the whole victim blaming shit. He should be able to call himself Bobby Smurder and rap about killing niggas. Okay. And he should be able to get his life if he didn't actually do the shit. If he did but the see, shit, that's fine. the whole problem. I mean, this ton, I mean, fine, this, this, like, this ton of rappers who rap about my, shit they didn't do. If you my know. name is Killer Nigga Blue, and I'll talk about motherfuckers I done shot, and the police come say, hey, um... You we the we same got evidence shit, saying you, you, you killed five shit. niggas. You saying the same shit? That white people say when they throw us in there, though. Like, oh, he did this, he said this, he said that. Like, or or it's the same thing as, like, if you say, like, a nigga sagging pants or he got a hoodie on, he like a thug. You can't say, like, well, he looked like a thug, so... Well, no, that, that's not you what I'm saying. You, you are, though, because you say, like, a nigga named Bobby Smyrna, he rapped about killing niggas, so how I'm going to feel bad for him. I'm saying, like, if I'm in ga- investigating the murder... You should be able to... He this motherfucker said I killed five people. Hey, I'm going to pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. If he, if I'm investigating a murder, somebody says I killed five people. I'm just going to say, hey, okay, this makes sense. If he say I killed five people in the park, hey, I found at least two bodies in the park. This motherfucker <laughs> named Body Body <laughs> Murder. I'm not saying he did it, but at the same time, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay a little attention. It's not. I'm gonna see what like, he's doing. It's not to say that it's a good move. Like, no, obviously you shouldn't do that. If you out here in them streets. And you doing all this reckless shit, and then you go around and rap about it. That's dumb. But I'm saying well, we can't say like, oh, this is a nigga named Bobby Smarter, and he rapped about this shit. So obviously this nigga fucked up, or or or. You well, know, see, that's my thing. Say, I'm he, not saying he's fucked he up. Just, I'm saying, if it's a crime going on, you're investigating, and this motherfucker said I killed five people. I tossed two bodies in Rouge Park. If I'm a uh, detective and I'm investigating murder. I find two bu- bodies in Rouge Park. Motherfucker say, "Hey, I saw two bodies in Rouge Park." Okay, I'm gonna pay him a little attention. Exactly. That, no, that's and that's true. the problem. No, no, that's true. But that's, that's, that's not that's the problem. The point, problem though. is that's... that the problem is that I'm not saying that that, that Bobby Smurder is you know should somehow be a, you know exonerated. let go of exoner- yeah, exonerate perfect. Exonerate. I'm not saying he should be exonerated or nothing like that. I'm just saying it's another situation that is fucked up that a dude had an opportunity and he blew it. I'm not saying that because you know because he's black that he should you know he should get a pass. I, I, like I guess the, the, I'm saying it's, it's a fucked it, up the point of it's, it's, it's a squandered opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even saying he did it. I'm saying okay, this dude had a chance. You saying dude had a chance to blow up, get famous, be worldwide. I'm saying okay, motherfucker, if you gonna be famous. Don't talk about shit you know. If you know, hey, your brother tossed two bodies over there, and you might not want to talk about that because people are gonna look at you a little different. I just, I just if you know, if I know you selling weed, I ain't gonna say, hey, Otis selling weed, blah 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 blah. I might say, hey, shit going down, my man selling weed on the corner, blah blah blah. I ain't gonna say no names. I just, I, I just wonder like that. You know, I mean, most rap is about shit that people didn't do. So I just wonder, like, he didn't have no one in his sphere of influence that was like, 
Hey, man, yeah, we really didn't do that shit. Yeah. Like, that's like, what I'm saying. Ain't nobody say, hey, shut the fuck up. Don't see what you did last week. You know, bro, <laughs> that's what got 50 Cent fucked up. Because he was talking about um, old dude in um, Queens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and then you got then you got rappers like, you know, uh, G-Dub right now. He doing 15, 20 years because it wasn't nothing that he rapped in his rhymes. He did a, he murdered a guy and felt bad for it. He never rapped about it, and he just came clean because he felt, you know, felt right. bad about the shit and ended up, you know, doing time for it. But, yeah, really, you just wonder, like, there was nobody in his sphere of influence that was just like... Dude, you up. just need to chill. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is this is the shit you lay low for a while. Especially these are people in your crew that you name it about. You know, the dude about a week ago, he he killed somebody like literally a week ago, like <laughs> a week before the video. Like then, you know, not right. You know, I don't know. I I guess what you know. I, I I I'm with Mike. I think it's one of those things where you just don't. You just wish that he could have done better. You know what yeah, I mean? Somebody has an opportunity and they like hey. I'm sticking to the streets. This is what I know. And that's the problem. He doesn't know the... I don't think he really understood the whole concept of, like, rap. You know what? <laughs> this actually goes to what we were talking about earlier. Really about this is the concept of life. <laughs> no, we were talking about Pitbull earlier. Before anybody came. It was like... Pitbull became the person who was like... He saw... You can do shit for the block and be famous where you are. Or you can do shit for the world and go worldwide. And you look at Pitbull, it was like, eh, that ain't what I like. That's not what I'm used to. But Pitbull sells out worldwide. He may not be big in the United States. He's okay in the U.S. But he's tops worldwide. And what do you re- what would you rather have? Would you rather be number one for a couple weeks in the U.S.? Or would you rather be number five worldwide for years? Mm-hmm. I just rather not listen to Pitbull, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> I, I totally get what you're saying, though. I, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I think that the, you know what kind of was kind of crazy is that you know the whole thing was you know Smurder, Bobby Smurder, his whole crew got you know arrested. Huh? His whole crew got arrested. It was so many people online like caping for him, you know, trying to make him out to this like smart rapper. And I'm like, who? Uh, no. Who you talking about? Smurder. Bobby Smurder. Oh, okay. I'm like, no. Why do people always come out with And they feel bad shirts? for him. Like, I don't feel bad for the guy. I mean, I feel, I'm, well, I don't feel bad for the funk. I just want him to be out and just be, you know, free or whatever. You know. I feel bad that he just made terrible fucking decisions and there was nobody that really wanted to like take them under their wing and say you know what this is not what you should do because it's gotta be other rappers around other fear you know see influence that can be like you know what you know this this is not really you know. <laughs> I don't feel bad for him not one iota and I'm gonna tell you why first off like you said Mike this dude has an opportunity mm-hmm. if you're not smart enough to understand your opportunity and shut the but then, you know the thing is, but the thing is, I feel you. I, 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 don't, I don't feel more. I feel like he should be out. I just, I feel like, I feel bad as a, as a young dude that there was like no one around him to help him get because there, there are so many. There, you can people, understand the difference between a guy who, who, uh, who fucked up and like had a good opportunity, and you can say like, yeah, this is a dude who you, you cannot feel remorse for the fact that. He made bad decisions and like mm-hmm. that he just did fucked up. But like 
I look at it in the in the bigger scheme of things, like I feel bad that it's just another nigga that just is is feeding into the stereotype. And I don't like I get that. I yeah. don't like the I, I don't like when I see people who feed into like the whole uh perception that other races have of black people as a whole. So if you got if, if black people if other if other races look at black people as people who do shit like what Bobby Smurder allegedly did, right? I don't like the fact that somebody who can come along and can feed into that stereotype. Right. So like I don't necessarily feel bad in the sense of like I wish Bobby Smurder was free. I feel bad in the sense of like I don't like the fact that this scenario is playing out again where a dude is just feeding into this stereotype and it's another just another dude for the eight million time who had an opportunity and he blew it and it's like I don't feel bad for Bobby Schmurder. I feel bad okay. for uh the perception and I feel bad for okay. how it makes us look as a whole. Right. So I that's kind that. of the difference. Yeah. Yeah, like for for instance, you know, Kellen, you, you work on I, I, you, I, yeah. no, you work on cars and stuff like that. Yeah. So you think of a kid who a man who was just on fucking uh what was the Jim, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon? Or Jimmy something? Fallon, yeah, he, he, was, just, he was just yeah. he was yeah. on the cusp of like making you know crossing over, I guess, to a degree. Like yeah, it's like for instance, it's like say a kid that you know had like a spatial spatial mentality that that that, that could like say for instance work on cars. Mm-hmm. He knew, but instead of working on cars. He fucking stole cars because he knew how to get into them. Mm-hmm. It's like he had the aptitude to know better, but uh, he knew he had the aptitude to know how to do what he did, but he didn't have the guidance to do, you know, do it in a right way. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how I feel bad. It's like he he has the aptitude to 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 do the craft, but he he didn't have the knowledge. You know, he didn't have the guidance to do it right. When I you feel know, bad, is, when I don't feel bad is when the people who have the knowledge. And who have the power will fuck up intentionally. So if right. you look at somebody like whoever's like the head of BET or something like that, mm-hmm. who should know better, and they do it on purpose to you know to get money or to you know build whatever you know get whatever gains they can get for themselves. Right. In those situations, I don't feel bad because I mean that's the person who's who's purpose purposefully doing the wrong thing and setting us back. And like with, with Bobby Smurder, it's like. Okay. He's a fuck up. Like, yeah, he's a piece of shit, really. But like, I don't like the fact that this is a dude who was getting into the public light, and now he's a fuck up and he's a piece of shit. And now it's like, well, we over here trying to do the right thing. We trying to make it look like you know we, us black people need to be respected. Now we got another dude who out here making us look right. the same way that people perceive us and, in the first place. And, and, and if in fact he was a kid, if he if he wasn't like, true to the lyrics, if he was a kid that sold crack since fifth grade, you just wonder. When he got famous, there was nobody was like, "You need to move from that." Because you know, when, they, when they arrested him, yeah. they had they had crack, they had many a guns, they had all this shit, and it's like what? he got famous and nobody said, "Leave that shit alone." Here's That's what I understand. No matter what you do, if you do sling and shit. You know not to have that shit around you. Thank you don't. I, no, no, is, you don't. Why did he not have the common sense? Because, because no. every rap, because every you think about an artist like a Pusha T. That nigga, you, I still think Pusha T sell dope. I think <laughs> because they sell dope. Okay, yeah, but I think no it's, problem with that. But my thing is, if you at a certain level, you know not to have a shit on you. Thank That's you. what I'm saying. Thank you you might, might Luke, it might be around who, you. Who tells you that though? Your common sense tells no, you that. It Here, if you don't thing. know better, you don't do better. True. True enough. But my thing I'm, is... I'm that niggas, and, and, and I don't, don't want to come I'm up... I'm slinging dope. You three right now. 
I'm gonna tell y'all orders. I'm gonna have people send y'all shit. Y'all gonna take care of the shit. Thank you. Bobby Schmurder's problem is he was still involved in whatever was going on. Oh yeah. He was <laughs> not smart enough to be okay. I'm giving orders. I'm telling y'all what to do. But y'all are doing the but business. But I think we're coming from too much of a common sense level. If you never get caught doing wrong, who's gonna say you're wrong? And therein lies my whole issue. If you if you if you do wrong, the thing is, what's considered wrong? Wrong is considered well, wrong when you get wrong. Well, obviously yeah. that <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong is considered wrong. What when you get caught, right? For most people, for most people, if you the 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 the, the determinant factor of you being caught wrong, and if you it, 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 it that you get caught. If you're doing wrong, you didn't caught. Who and for some people, they don't feel that's wrong. Because the only thing you're going to stop doing something is you get caught. If you drive around with a fucking suspended license all the time, what's the, what's the de- determining factor of you of you changing your ways? The determining it's, factor is you I get, might get pulled over. No, no, no. no. It's I not, might go to jail. No, no. That's, for, that's, that's, that's assuming that you're logical. I, and and, and I, I, I guess I, that's, that's my downfall is that I assume that everybody should be logical. I drove around for many years with a, with, with a suspended. Okay, so you drove around for say, say just say just say three years for the second yep, argument. Yep. You drove around for this uh, for three years with a suspended license. Yep. You knew it was wrong, but yep. you did it. You mm-hmm. did it because you didn't get caught. No, I did it because I had to. I didn't have the means. But you didn't to get change caught. The situation. But you didn't get caught. If you would have got caught oh, so early, I did. If you would have caught early years and you would have got major penalties for it, it may have deterred you from doing it in the future. I would assume. Wrong. Really? <laughs> because yeah, I got wrong. caught. I got caught on a suspended license. And guess what I did? The day I got out, I drove on a suspended license. Well, that totally fits murders. Uh, but it doesn't. That's the shit that happens in Detroit. No, but listen, it doesn't fit because here I am. I'm working a nine to five. I'm living in Detroit. I work on Gross Eel. I got to get to work to do something with my life. And and and, and that that can be the very same story for any of those people. They just really, feel they're selling records. Really? I mean, I, I mean, my, my my thing is you can't you 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 can't. You can't assume that everybody has a same the same logic or same like upbringing or the same like you know. I do feel what you're saying. I, I, I do. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying he he was wrong as fuck. I'm just saying he has a, a, a different mentality. I would I was I, 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 I was what was his mentality though because he was he, he was just trying to get money and that's and what do, it was okay and do no. whatever he was doing. His downfall was his greed. Okay, I did what I had to do because I had to do what I had to do. You had to. I think the downfall was his endpoint. His your endpoint was you were doing you had to do. His endpoint was I was getting money. It was it was still an endpoint where you both were wrong. True, but his endpoint changed. His endpoint became I'm gonna sell this dope to I'm gonna sell these records. This is legit. I can let this shit go. Mine was okay. I got caught on a suspended license. I still gotta go to work. Yeah. I, I I agree. I just think that you know, at some point, he still didn't separate that, and that's what that's what caught him up. That mm-hmm. happens a lot in the record industry, though. Like with rappers, they they think they sign or whatever, and we think that they sweet, but then they they have all these you know behind the scenes things where they they're not getting the money that they, that we think they should be getting, and they say like you know what you know I I got a deal, I made an album, the album didn't sell. 
or or it did sell and I didn't get the the money that I should have got from it. And I, the only thing that I know is to go back to the streets. And they say so they maybe and, the and, and they and say that's, like because that's the life that they. And they know. say you know what? Next time when I, when I get more money, I'm gonna get right. And then I just you know when I get a little more money, I'm gonna get more right. I I, I I'm not ex- I, I don't want to give, give excuses for the I guy. Think anybody I, here is trying to justify anything that Bobby Smurder did. Like I said, my, my whole thing is like I just his name sounds like uh, uh, well convict. well that's like C murder. <laughs> He's right. in jail for murdering somebody, <laughs> and he kept C murder as his name. Like you realize that was your name. You were you. Uh, I forget his the C name. I forget what his actual his name, name was. Corey. Corey. Well, his you, name shouldn't be his downfall. Though. Yeah. Well, the thing is, his if, behavior should be. But his name. You can't look at him and be like, "Well, his name is C murder." Like, well, that's not. That's not actually grounds for prison. It's if not grounds actually murder people. It's, then yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. Gr- it's, did, it's not. It's not ground for murder. But when you you're you're facing life in jail for murdering somebody, yeah. it kind of like you know, it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't paint a a, a good it's picture. A good I guess picture. you know. Yeah. You go into court and say, "Hey, this motherfucking name is C murder." And what are you in jail for? Murder. <laughs> you know, it, just, it, it 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 doesn't have a you know it doesn't it doesn't work out. You know, I. His motherfucking name is Tom Jones. What did he do? Murder? Uh, he may have a better chance. This motherfucker <laughs> in jail for murder. What's his name? C. Murder. And you say, um, why did you pick C. Murder? And you say, yeah. Because I mean, murder niggas. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't by no means, you know, he's definitely wasn't a favorite of mine by no, by no stretch of imagination. But I just think that, you know, I wish he, he's a young kid. Young kid. I don't think he had anybody. Sony signed him with the intent on making money. Mm-hmm. Sony Sony. Did, Sony. There was nobody in Sony that was like a rites of passage to say, "I want to mentor this kid so I can, you know, change his ways." They wanted. To, they wanted. To, you know, make money off of him. Um, from what I heard, that Sony was supposed to post this two million dollar bail, two million dollar bail, so he'd be out for what. Probably just to sell more records until he go to jail because he, he's facing damn near 15, 20 years. That adds to his whole persona. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, let's get him out of jail and let's capitalize on the fact that a nigga named Bobby Smurder is on murder charges. <laughs> and they're going to make as much money as they can. And, and he's going to go to jail and all his people. If not, his people will go to jail for him. And Sony is just going to care for the fact that, you know, our cash Kyle is, you know, out and so forth. So they don't care. No, they don't. They don't care. I mean, they, they, their they bottom line is the money. And obviously, he has no natural sense because it doesn't seem to be common at this point. I just think you you gotta have people in your corner that's gonna guide you to do better, and he doesn't. And so all his all his fear of influence was the dudes he rode with. That's probably gonna be in jail for a long time, and the record labor he's with, you know. Say so how did he get you know signed by a you know name in, you know whatever rapper say say Ti signed him or some shit like that and you know maybe Ti would have somebody Ti was kind of like hey I did jail you know saying maybe yeah, yeah, just, where you want to be yeah but so before we wrap up because we we run it kind of long uh, I think we the last thing we need to touch on we need to talk about Igloo Australia we need to talk about Igloo. <laughs> Yeah, well, we just talk about Igloo because the shit with Igloo been wilding, man. Igloo, Igloo out here talking mad reckless, man. 
So uh, we watched. I watched a forty-five minute interview with Azalea Banks talking about her beef with uh, Iggy, Astra- Iggy Australia. Iggy, <laughs> Iggy Australia. <laughs> you know, I didn't put it together that the whole uh, Azalea part was both of their names until like <laughs> earlier today. Uh, same here, though. I, hey, Blue, you mind? Uh... So you got Azalea Banks, black black female rapper, and you got Iggy Azalea, white female rapper, and they got beef. And for the, the longest time, nobody really even really understood why they hated each other so I much. Still but well, Azalea Banks went on um, because Hot ninety seven. Well, that's not where they had beef, but <laughs> she went on Hot ninety seven and she had, she did an interview with uh, with Ebro and um, uh, Rosenberg and and she basically a lot of, uh, most of her point was that she doesn't like the fact that. Let's just say on, on an even playing, her as a black female rapper can make, with Azalea and her name, can make whatever music. And then white female with Azalea her, in her name can make whatever music. Where, where she's kind of uh, appropriating black culture and she can get on and become famous making uh, what is essentially pop music under the umbrella of hip hop. And can get on where her as a black female hip hop artist can't get on. And she feels like basically her point was that like black people can't have shit because we can make hip hop for, you know, for the life. We can make hip hop and it can just be whatever. But when we wrap hip hop up in a nice white package, now all of a sudden it can reach the masses and it can cross over and they can become popular. They can win Grammys as rap artists and all this shit when they don't even not only do they not really even make hip hop, but they also don't even respect the culture that they're appropriating. And she really went hard on T.I. Like, she called T.I. A, a, a coon and all this other shit and a piece of... Like, she went hard on T.I. And her thing was like, okay, you are going up against me in support of this this white Australian woman who is jacking our culture with no respect for black people or no respect for the culture as a whole. You caping for her. And, the, and at the same time, VH1 got your wife looking like a fucking coon on TV, she's like, the bitch can't even read, and you out here caping for this white bitch, trying to get your money, whereas meanwhile, VH1 is demeaning the fuck out of your wife, talking about, they had apparently, I guess, whatever Azalea Banks saw, they had a thing where uh, Tiny, who was T.I.'s wife, was trying to read something, and they had like the words on the screen with, I guess, like the bouncing ball and shit, and like laugh tracks, so I don't know, whatever it was, they were making fun of her and shit. And We've talked about Iggy Azalea on past podcasts, and, and man, the Iggy Azalea shit is out of control, man. Q-Tip tweeted her a, a whole massive list of tweets about the history of hip-hop. It was probably about 20, 30 tweets about the history of hip-hop, and T.I. responded right before we started recording the podcast, and basically what T.I. said is all white people ain't trying to jack the culture. Some white people just want to rap. And I think we need to further discuss... The idea of Iggy Azalea and her uh, her affinity for really wanting to be black and how this has affected hip hop. She's, well, she's really been and well, m- more so her her tweets because people have been criticizing her and she comes off as like she tweeted Azalea Banks basically saying that Azalea Banks they got on because of her attitude when it's really not about the argument was never about 
who got on for what attitude. Azalea Banks' argument was like, you know, you, you're not respecting the culture and you you jacking us and you you pretending to be somebody you're not. She's like, well, you just ain't famous enough. You just ain't nice. So, well, one, I, I, I would say that. I'm just laying out the scenario Iggy, of what happened. Iggy, <laughs> <laughs> so put, your, put your opinions out. What? Well, most one. people don't care about Iggy Azalea. Truth be told, she's white, therefore, okay, she's going to win some awards. Point blank, period. It gives you, hey, you got somebody in a best rap award. Uh, she wins. Compared to who? Uh, it's the Grammys. No one cares. She gets an award. No one really cares. People arguing over bullshit. No, no one cares. The music industry is all garbage. No, no one listens to music. No one really listens to the radio anymore. E-40 even said it on his last album. It was like, uh, we got Spotify, uh, Pandora, fuck program directors. Even this podcast. People listen to podcasts now. People aren't listening to the radio anymore. Radio fucking sucks. Radio's well, dead. Well, well, that ain't got nothing well, to do with Azalea's well, well, whole marketing strategy, though. Well, I think the thing is... is the thing is... People, pe- <laughs> the thing is, pe- people listen to her. Yeah, I mean, said pe- people listen to her. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't escape the fact that she's tra- kind of a million times on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> she, she. The thing is, no, no one, at least in this room, is is going to uh, debate that she's not trash. She she's trash. She makes trash music. We all we Hold all. It is Zelia or Zelia Banks. Both. Both. Oh, <laughs> Both. That's the thing. That's the thing. It, it actually. Plays into the idea, though. Yeah, Iggy you makes trash music. No one's disputing that. Okay. D- does she does she, does she get help from the culture of black music to make to make her music? Sure, she does. Does uh, Azalea Banks get get that same attention? No. And that's I think that's the problem. I I see is that I feel she, that she's the Bun B of um, Iggy Azalea's Jay Z. Bun B. <laughs> I don't even get the. I don't even get the comparison. <laughs> who is Bun B and who is Jay Z? I don't even understand it. Who is what? <laughs> who is Bun? You you get the comparison. I, 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 I'll finish my point. I finish my point. I think my. I think that uh, Azalea Banks is salty as fuck. That her being black is not pulling the the, the attention. Wants. The attention. Not even if she wants the attention that another a white woman. That is a pulling in the culture, and so I think that's her biggest issue. There's a white woman who did the same thing she was doing, and she's like, "Hey, nobody looked at me." That's that's like if, that's like if if uh, I don't know, uh, 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 Bubba Sparks came out at the same time as Eminem, and everybody looked at Eminem. And Bubba that's Sparks not no no no. I'm trying to think. Of not not even Bubba. Okay, Bubba Sparks. Bubba Sparks kind of came and went. And you know, no one questioned, you know, whether exactly. he, no one questioned he was like pulling the culture or anything like. That. Think of say a say if, if a Shirley Murdoch is said that Tina Marie, <laughs> no, 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 say a Shirley, say a Shirley Murdoch was pulling had a, a big issue saying that Tina Marie was pulling away from the culture. 
This never would have been a fucking issue. Well, one, most people, a lot of people probably didn't know that Tina Marie is even white. Tina Marie had soul music just like anybody else had soul music in that area. Because she was fucking Rick James and that nose. But no one, sugar. but no one, no one questioned her her, her taking from the culture. Uh, Tina Marie was a white woman that sold soul music, now. and and no one questioned whether she was either taken away from the music. You had so many other white people in the culture, you know. So it's like you can't say that you know if say a Shirley Marlock wasn't as popular as a you Tina know Marie, it, it, it would have never been the same same thing. It's such a large gap between white culture and black culture today. And I think that's the problem. Well, it, here's my take on it is because, okay, you mentioned Tina Marie and Shirley Murdoch. Now, Shirley Murdoch. Are you going wow. to deny that Tina Marie did not have talent? She had great talent. Okay. Does Iggy Azalea have talent? No. Who? No. Who? No. Azalea Banks have talent. Say her name again. Iggy who? Whatever the hell her name is. I, I don't, 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 I don't, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't listen to that shit. It's all shit. <laughs> so, ain't even, ain't even one of them got talent. The situation, that the, the, the scenario that you, that you put forth is, you know, you got talent versus talent. So no one has taken anything away from anybody. Fast forward to right now, that one versus that one, ain't nobody got shit. But yeah, one is getting, one is no, getting no, popped, yeah. the other it one is not. Yeah, I, I, whether or not they talented, though. I, it, it, that's, like, largely irrelevant in the grand scheme of things, whether or not who is dope or who isn't. Like, it's about the fact that it's about the idea of taking the... the somebody got signed and somebody didn't. That's the point blank period of it. No, the point blank period is why did somebody get signed versus why someone else didn't. And what kind of music because a the white, person that got signed a is white making. A white chick kind of music. would sell worldwide compared to a black chick. Now, that's the point. And so, that's why is that. that? Now, that's the part that needs to be addressed is why is that the case? That's what that's what we need to discuss. And, why would and how money that, talks and bullshit walks? Why would a white but, but hold on, here here's the thing. Why would a white woman uh Iggy Azalea sale worldwide compared to Azalea Banks would not? Because the same reason they had Christian Bell play Moses in um Exodus. So it's, oh, it's so same, okay, so you are you reason. okay, so right no, you, but you didn't that's the thing, is I'm saying that is the reason. But that's what we need to discuss. Is what's up with that? Like, why? Why are we in this scenario where this is the case? This is the, we need to have this discussion. Why is this the case that because Christian Bale because white people is better than whoever else? Right? Not white why, people, but like white not, people not even why. Media. Not, not even why. I have like, don't like about, you right now because <laughs> no, because what? Because we agreeing right now. Like I'm it, just saying, we need to joke. talk about this is the case. But like, no, it's um, it's fucked up that this is the case. We're not talking about. Why this is the case, or explaining, hey, this is what's going on. We need to talk about. It's, is this not fucked up? Simply, like, do you not agree that it's fucked I, up? I agree. That Chris Bale could be Moses. Like I, I, I think still, it's fucked I, up. Like I'm still I, waiting on the Noah movie, but um, what the Noah movie? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that either. Let, let oh, I'm just waiting on it. I'm like, yeah. it's already out. I, I've I've I have it. I just refuse to watch it. Don't waste your time. It's trash. But, um, <laughs> had Transformers in it, dog. Like, I, that, I'm not bullshitting. You should have Transformers oh, that's, in it. Exodus or more? No. no. It, white people will feel they rule the world. And that's a simple truth. The sun never rises, never sets on Great Britain. Right. Or at least that used to be the case. And it's just, 
white people went out and said, hey, this is mine. And I feel like you looking at it like this is just the way it is. And you just kind of like, eh, fuck it. Like, you don't think this is a problem? But the way it is, it's it could be Moses and that Iggy Azalea could be presented as like the epitome of like female hip hop. Are you asking me personally, do I have have a problem with it? I'm I'm saying this is what we need to discuss. Is, Is this not an issue? I think it's an issue, but at the same time, it's like, if it's something I don't recognize, it, it can't bother me. Like, okay, they're making a movie about Moses. I think that should bother you. Let, let me finish. If it's you can interrupt the Otis all night, nigga. I'm like, I'm <laughs> Otis ain't saying shit. <laughs> he being peaceful, though. All... He being a peaceful protester, dog. He... I got my sign up in the back of the <laughs> Like, black lives matter. Shit. <laughs> my opinions matter. <laughs> my feeling is, okay, they have some white dude play Moses. Like, eh. I'm going to avoid the whole shit because, all right, that ain't real. Mm-hmm. Um, Black man killed white cops. or Not even white cops. Black man killed cops in New York. Do I care about that? Um... I think I take the George Carlin approach to most shit. It's like don't cite my nigga George Carlin and, and I, I fucking love fuck shit. Be I love where we go right now. But it's like <laughs> it's a lot of shit, and it happens around me, but it doesn't happen to me. If that makes sense, it's like I try to make a difference where I can and where, like voting. Eh, I I vote, but at the same time, I realize how meaningly. How meaningless it is. So, George Carlin said, I don't vote, I go home, masturbate, because at least I see a result from that. It's like, I vote, but it's like, I realize my one vote out of five million ain't gonna make that big of a difference. Money in this world makes so much of a difference compared to. People actually doing something. And most people ain't doing shit. It's just money. Money, 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 money. You'll you'll see money on commercials. You'll see all this shit saying, hey, vote for this, vote for this. And then after that time passes, you don't see anything going on with politics. Because money hides shit. Not many people actually pay attention to what their politicians do. And nobody really cares. Well, tie that tie that in to how do you feel that Iggy is popular and as because no one really is. You sign one person. Had Azalea Banks been signed, no one would care. Iggy Azalea, hey, it was the choice. You have two people. Who can I sell worldwide? Who can I sell worldwide? Azalea Banks, Iggy Azalea. If I sell. Iggy Azalea, hey, she's from Australia. Maybe I can get extra, a couple of extra million sales in Australia. She's white. People in England are, will buy something from a white artist. It's simply put, she's white, so she'll sell in more places. But nobody's here sitting, nobody's here inquiring about why this is happening. But we all know why this is happening. It's a discussion of whether or not this should be happening. Oh, like it, should it, it like, happen? Like, yeah, we're not talking about... We all know why Iggy Azalea is popular. We all know why... I'm she, still trying to figure out why she's popular. She's trash. But you're saying right now... You just said because five seconds ago... She's white. That that's why she sells sell more. Her. 
So that's yes. why she's popular because they know that this is what they can sell. They can sell hip hop to a more widespread audience if they wrap it up in a safe white person with a fat ass. They'd be like, okay, we're going to give you black ass. music. Theoretically, they can say <laughs> they can say we're going to give you black music in a safe white package. Right. So we know why they're doing it. My whole thing is like. Is this not fucked up? Like, y'all don't think this is a problem? That they can say, we're going to take something that's black, wrap it up in white, so that we can make it popular. It's the same I'll counter that. My problem with it is when you got Lil Wayne being the best rapper alive. What's that going to do with anything? Uh, hold on. When rap came out, it had a purpose behind it. People were actually saying, what's going on in the community? What's going on here? What's going on here? Um, that it had a statement behind it. It was more of a movement. When you had, when you had people back that ass up, when it became commercialized and people just coming out with shit, shit, shit to play in the clubs, Little Wayne, Juvenile, Master P, all that shit. That's when it became a problem. People were like, okay, we can make money off this, so let's just push out artists. Let's think about how many CDs No Limit Records put out I was between just about this yesterday. 97 and 2000. Name one good CD they put out. I can name several. Name one good artist. <laughs> I can name several. But I mean... No <laughs> Limit? You see my point. Yeah. You see my point, though. They were putting out two and three CDs a month. But how much of it was actually quality? You don't see Dr. Dre. What's is, that have to do with the misappropriation of our culture with white people, though? Like, okay, so if, if the entire No Limit catalog was garbage, what's that got to do with them taking our? The shit entire and No Limit own? catalog was garbage. So, but it, it but, but it sold. So people were saying, okay, but you still giving an explanation for for why music? Why sells. they did it? Why this is my expl- explanation as to why it sells. It's sales. People are like, fuck whatever the background is. I want to make money. But we all know why it sells. It's not about why it sells. It's about whether or not this is right or wrong. We're talking about... What the, is right or wrong? The there is unit. no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong? There is... Right then or why wrong. Have we, what have we been discussing this whole right time? Right or wrong is all in your head. <laughs> I, I, I can say... I'm mad that no, 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 no. I say it's the only thing you right now is right, right to me. No, you can't. You, <laughs> no, you can't. Hold on. Listen to me. I can say killing you right now is right to me. Whatever religion, blah, 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 blah. Um, What is it? Uh, the Nation of Islam. Islamic people say that uh, Christians should all die because... They're saying Jesus is part of God. That that's their her whole argument. Therefore, if you're a Christian and I'm Islamic, I can kill you right now, and that's a part of my religion. Because it's your point of view. That is my right. Now, you might be like, okay, you don't believe in God. Your whole thing is, oh, that's bullshit. Therefore, your right and wrong are totally different. Right and wrong is different for every person. Iggy Azalea sales because She's right for whatever, whoever likes her. I don't know. We're like, 
I don't know. How long? You're like on two, three hours right now. I don't even. I guess. Know I guess the about. thing is, I, I, I was, I was waiting for you to try to tie it in, and but I'm, it, that moment it, never came. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it tight in. Like, uh, I guess the point she was trying to make is that you know, it gets Elliot she, she, yeah, she, there, there's no, no one that, that's disputing that she has the good music. I guess it was. I guess the point was kind of. I don't know. I kind of lost the point. Mm. The point was... Azalea sucks. Azalea Banks sucks. One is white and sales. One is black and no one knows her. And minimizing it like that is the problem, though. Like, minimizing it like that, like, oh, they both suck, so it's irrelevant. That's part of the problem. It's not about whether or not they're good or whether or not they're bad. It's about what they're trying to do, how they're minimizing what we made as a black people. Hip-hop is an art form that we made. And they're saying, you know what? Fuck what you doing? We're gonna take it. We're gonna make it ours, and we ain't even gonna even give you credit for like, it. Like how do you like, how do you how, how do you separate a, a, a Iggy Azalea from you know because she's been in the same company um, lately as a, a Eminem or a Justin exactly. Tim, or a Justin Timberlake? Eminem's not wet. How how would I separate them? No 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 I'm, no I'm saying. I'm not asking you particularly, but I'm saying I think people are wondering how do you separate artists because. Just because she's white doesn't mean that she's not good. It just happened that she's whack. You know what I mean? I would separate them in the fact that Eminem actually, when he puts out CDs, he says things. It's a story. No matter what he does, it's you can listen to it and he's telling a story. The quality of the music is irrelevant, though. It's not about whether or not he's good or whether or not Iggy is whack. Because have you ever listened to an Eminem, th- Eminem song and thought, he's trying to be black? I've never listened to that. I've listened to Eminem and I just think this is a rapper this is who him. just happens right. to be white. When I hear Iggy Azalea, I think this that is a rapper sh- who's trying to be black. Whenever I hear and that's her, the difference. And that's remember what I, what I told you? It starts off with one of her tracks starts off, I'm the realist. You're the realist what? She's yeah. talking about I, she's the realist in a murder I, I, game. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think. Really? I think who, you, who have you killed? I, I don't think. If no, you actually kill somebody, I don't think. No, not talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, no, no one is disputing that she actually is good at it. I guess the problem. I guess the question was really, how you know, is is she really using the culture for whatever she's doing? Or whatever, but she's not. I mean, and then too the the Azalea Banks, she's not doing nothing for she's the culture garbage. either. And and I think she's using that against her, you know, that she's you know pulling from the culture because I think it's really like butt hurt shit. She she she's not she, she, she's not good. So she feels that she because she hasn't went off. She went she hasn't went after any other artist. She oh, only, she's just going after you. She's her. she's went after her and you know obviously Ti because that's you know who who came through her. But it's 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 not because she's good. I think you know like I say if. If Azalea Banks was actually successful in the music that she does, I'm pretty sure that she wouldn't care that uh, Azalea, uh, Iggy Azalea is getting the publicity that she gets. Like, you know, there's no reason. If you're selling great, there's no reason to question lesser artists. Here's somebody else who's whack. Macklemore. You, okay. don't see, yep. you don't see, you don't see uh, Azalea Banks going to Macklemore. And Macklemore is whack to me, but I've never listened to Macklemore and thought this is a guy now, she's only, in our culture. And she's, she's, like, she's only mentioned him in the fact of him being white. She can't mention him and say that he's like, you know, this artist who's stealing from the culture or whack. And she, 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 she does, a, you know, that's what she does. And she's terrible. 
I, we tried to, I, before you got here, before y'all got here, I was trying to listen to Azalea Banks' song so I could like familiar, familiarize myself with her. You, you couldn't get through She's her. terrible. Horrible. Yeah, Terrible. To to. Terrible. So I don't know. I I think this this subject is uh needs more than just the end of this podcast. So I think we, we probably should uh wrap up and you know probably have a part two to this this part at least and then move on to some other stuff. But you know, we're approaching almost three hours and wow. it's been quite the episode and uh I'm, like two episodes I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that uh uh, people actually listen to the whole thing. <laughs> uh, you might have to split that one up. I was thinking about that. Like, what if we split it in half and then like release the second half like next week and just didn't no, record it next week until we go. We probably will. I, if, and you, if we we have to probably sit down and see if we could actually have a, a a point to actually separate it. But I think it'd be cool. I could. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just let's just let's just end it at that. And uh, what is the actual time on it right now? Two forty-two. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I I'm actually poor. Just you know, having another another session, but you know, we'll see how it go. But <clears throat> we definitely yeah, I, uh, I'll be free for next two weeks. Thank you, uh, yeah. thank you, yeah, Blue yeah, for thank you, Blue for opening your household to uh, our rants and raves. And uh, hey, we'll be back next week. Stopping stopping by with the uh, anti uh, white rapper juice <laughs> 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 and uh. Yeah, Christmas is coming soon, and you know we'll be back next Sunday and so forth. So hopefully, uh, uh, the Lions will be NFC North champions. When we yeah, play. so we have some. Do you realize yeah. that if they win next week, they will be undefeated in our division for the whole season? We know that. Yeah, we are. Aaron Rodgers is injured. He got injured today. He got injured. Yeah, I saw that. So that's going to be real interesting. Is Flynn still their best? Uh, he was still playing. It's a mild, it's a mild calf Because oh, I was salivating. Like, how injured? No, no, no. You got to remember, though, Flynn cooked us last year. But, uh, I did. I did. I did. How about Sue every, been fucking people up? No. How about every. Sue is on every, a every, contract year. Every, He's trying to get a every contract. Every backup quarterback is fucking. Did us in until the end of the game until we finally True. figured out something. So we can't discount that. But uh, yeah. I but, still will, will be much happier with Matt Flynn and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So he did cook us. He did cook us last year. And I was telling all this earlier about how uh, Jordy Nelson came out of nowhere a couple seasons ago and cooked us. It's like who is this random ass nigga replacing? I don't know. Maybe Randall Cobb at the time. I don't remember. But he came out of nowhere and Jordy Jordy Nelson called like three touchdowns. Yeah. He's been like the shit ever since. So the Lions game would definitely uh, depict how our mood would be for next game. <laughs> definitely. So, definitely. We would. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna close it out, and uh, <clears throat> we'll tune in next week. Thank everybody for listening. Thank you guys for uh, y'all split attending. Up. Monday, Wednesday, two shows right there. Bam. We shall see. Yeah. All right. Peace.